Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? A, just a really, 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 really great episode with uh, a weirdo, a fan of this podcast, Jeanette McCurdy, who I hadn't met, and we just sat down and just hit it off. We just hit it off famously. We really did, quite quite, quite easily and quite quickly right off the bat. Uh, so this is a great episode. Let's get to it as quickly as possible. Um, the Pete Holmes Show, I'm so happy, is back on the air. That means if you're listening to this the day it came out, it's on tonight. And it's on tomorrow night. It's on every night, Monday through Thursday, after Conan, on TBS at midnight. Uh, it is uh, PeteHolmes.com if you want more details or if you want to watch episodes or clips that you may have missed. So please check that out. Also, free tickets if you're going to be in the L.A. area. Please come to a taping. Weirdos make the best audiences. PeteHolmes.com slash tickets. Uh, and here we go. This is the sponsor once again. We are brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a professional website, website, blog, portfolio, or online store. Squarespace is constantly updating their platform with new features, new designs, and more support. They have beautiful designs for you to start with and tons of style options for you to adjust so you can really create your own space online. Squarespace Squarepace is something else. It's a salsa in a cube container. Squarespace takes care of hosting, SEO, and even makes sure your site automatically looks great on any device. It's incredibly easy to use, but if you want some help, Squarespace has an amazing support team that works 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It starts at just $8 a month and includes a domain name if you sign up for one year. For a trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com and use offer weird2, number 2. That's it, everybody. Uh, please watch the TV show. Please enjoy the podcast. And uh, thanks, everybody, for the ongoing wonderful support. Jeanette McCurdy. These are those are yours. How are you? I'm good. You're like you're. We don't have to talk about it, but you're you're into the podcast. That surprises me because you're you're like you're real big, and here <laughs> I am, and you're and you're super excited to meet me, which is so flattering and nice. Well, why don't we talk about that? Oh, my God. You're also so small. <laughs> you're so small. No one's ever pointed that out to you. Because you're 21. I'm 21, yeah. Yeah, you're real small. Do you play? <laughs> are your Nickelodeon people younger? I play like 17, I think, or 16. But you're open. That's good. You're 21. Yeah. And you play 17. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty basic. Yeah. You know, we just start, right? Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you listen to the show. Yes. I listen to it all the time. That brings us to the first point. Why do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that all about? I think it's really hard to say, like, while you're in the room, because I tell everybody I know about you. No. But I just think you're the coolest person no, ever. Oh, come on. I swear to God. <laughs> what? Like, my friend... Uh, I wish they all started this way. <laughs> my friend Allison and I, we I pretend know Allison. that... That's a, that's a joke I do. <laughs> That's one of the, my jokes. We pretend that we are, uh, she's Chelsea Peretti and I'm you. And that's how we have our conversation. Oh, so you're the nice one? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm I glad just, you're the nice one. I, know. I don't need another Chelsea. She wanted to be a girl. I don't need Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> JK Chelsea. I haven't seen her in a bit. So you, you even, even the dynamics in her, in her podcast relationships. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm super into like them. Yeah. Chelsea as well. 
Uh, yeah, I'm into Chelsea a lot, but I, I don't listen to her podcast as much. But I listen to yours all the time. I listen to Nerdist sometimes, and I listen to WTF. Okay, so you like some of the more... Just like the basic. I consider those basics as well. Yeah. But you like the more uh, conversational ones or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are, I mean, like, if we're getting to know each other, mm-hmm. I watch your vines. Oh, cool. I just saw it on the way I uh, felt here. bad that I don't vine enough, and you vine so much and I so li- well. I like your vines. I saw that you were following me on the way, and it was pretty exciting. It told you? Yeah. I it, just started looking you at your vines. It person. And then I just started following. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I followed you, and then I, but after uh, I made sure that they were good. Can I have this? Yeah, that's yours. Okay, cool. You were eyeing it. <laughs> I was eyeing okay. it, but just because it was like kind of like a t- catching my eyes, a oh, piece cool. of art. It's a, sm- <laughs> it's a small water. Or to you, a water. <laughs> um, it's, we usually get to relationships later, but you date a basketball man. No, I don't. Not anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's all right. All your Wikipedias and stuff say that. I know. I think it's just because he was like the only person of interest, really, that I ever dated. So they person just sort of, of interest. Like, not in like the criminal way. Like no. He, he was like a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Or um, a, a sports celebrity. No, it only lasts like a uh, week. What? Like it was really short. I mean, it's a big part of your... I say what, because why would a week-long relationship... I guess because it's on yeah. your tweetsies and your insties. Yeah, well, then I'm, <laughs> a lot of people... <laughs> I'm 34. <laughs> I'm about to turn 35. <laughs> um, people... I don't know why people cared about that, but I think just because it was weird. Again, I didn't because care. I'm small and he's like... I, that's what I really care about. <laughs> I think it's funny that he's a tall man. Is he, is he tall? I'm 6'6". Six, six. He's 6'10". He, see, 6'6 six, six is like short in, in the NBA. Yes. You're right. In the in the national NBA. NBA. Yeah. You know, you just got to do little things to have a good time. You know what I, I mean? You. I well, you're it. on the set. You're an actress. Mm-hmm. That's boring. It is. I don't want you to sound. I don't want you to uh, paint. I know you're probably grateful for the work and Not you sure. enjoy it. But like acting is kind of boring. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I feel like working on a sitcom is a lot better than I, any other scenario I could really. Because it's a little bit more like it's happening. Yeah, it's a bit the, more fluid. There's an audience. There, no, we don't have an audience, but we shoot it as if there as were if. one. Okay. And then on rehearsal days, we uh, we just like I don't know. We have run-throughs where we do the whole thing front to back, and it's not really. It, the shoot days are painful and long, but other than that, it's pretty short and yeah, that's paced. That's similar to some of the sitcoms I've uh, worked on or whatever. There's like mm-hmm. a shoot day, and, and it's more – it goes late, late, late sometimes. Do you have rehearsals for your show, or do you just shoot we like don't, every day? You'd... We do rehearse. What a generous question. I'm supposed to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> but as you know, here I go for 20 minutes, and here come the comments about how much I talk. I can't wait. People get mad at how much I talk on the show. No way. Yeah, sometimes. No way. Why? I don't know. No, I get it. I can't listen to my own podcast because I'm like, shut up. No, to me. are you serious? Yeah, to me. And and also, I know what I'm going to say because I, rehearing like what you say makes me rethink what I probably would say. Hmm. And then I I do say it, and then I'm like, predictable because <laughs> it's you. You know what I mean? For for your like with other people's <clears throat> podcasts, I'll I'll watch if they're or I'll listen if there's like somebody that I'm I'm curious about or something. But for your, I like listen to people that I don't even really care about. Your, oh, that's really nice. But anyway, do you, you rehearse or you don't rehearse? Can I just say to that? Yeah. Don't you have days, you, Jeanette, where you, like, yeah. like stuff just rolls off your back? There are days when someone's like, shut up. And, like, my, my honest-to-goodness reaction is, 
it's my show. If you want to listen to them more, I'm sure they're going to do another podcast. But this is the one where I'm going to talk a lot. And then there are other days where it just like crushes me. Or not crushes. But that's too strong. You. But affects me. Yeah. Same person. Mm-hmm. That's what I find is so interesting is that you can be thrown by something one day and another day you're just more invincible. Oh, yeah. I think it has a lot to do with what we're dreaming about and like kind of how our lives are going in general. Yeah. Potentially also what we're eating. I'm not sure. Or we might just be completely out of control. Mm-hmm. Are you the same way? Yeah. I mean, just this week I had – there were – Something that somebody said or something online that just, like, got to me. And usually, I don't give a shit, but yeah. it really bothered me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it affected me to the point where, like, I was on, I had lunch break on set, and it bothered me through that. And then I came back and was, like, talking to people, and I realized I was I was being more, like, snark. I'm, I yeah. guess I'm a little sarcastic, but I was being more snarkier than I typically am. And I think it was all because... It's a chain reaction. Comment. Yeah. It's, it's infectious. It yeah, gets yeah. into you, and it's bad. Ugh. I, I completely understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, something happened recently where I sometimes I was a dick, mm-hmm. and I didn't mean to be a dick. And yeah. I, I like to think that I'm not a dick. Yeah. But I think uh, one of the things on this show is that like I like to say that even nice people have dick moments. Yeah. And it's not right to just present yourself as not ever a dick because you're whitewashing yourself, and it's a lie, really. It's mm-hmm. manipulative, and it's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So I admit that I, I did something that it was a dick, but I, I didn't think... I think the person heard me and then I thought maybe they did oh, hear God. me yeah. the rest of the day. And I had to perform, yeah. like do a show. Uh-huh. Very difficult to shake it off. Like it, it, it really? brings me back to this like childish sort of like uh, guilt and, yeah. and, and goes back to love, honestly, mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, I, I'm a bad person. I don't deserve love. It's so quickly I drop it. Yeah. All that love that I had in my arms, I just open the, and I have to start over. That's weird. I've been thinking lately, like, do you think that you're – are you like a bad person that makes – Good decisions? Or are you like a good person oh, that makes balance? You know what I mean? That's so fucking great. Let's steal something from uh, our, my friend John Hodgman, who did the show. He's so great. He had this NPR piece called uh, Flight versus Invisibility. Yeah. And it's such a great thing. I'm going to ask you that. But okay. I want everyone to know I'm stealing that from John Hodgman. But I also do it at parties. <laughs> okay. Because he welcomes it. I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if he made it up, but he mm-hmm. did this great piece about it. And it's to answer your question, are we good or are we evil? And flight versus invisibility kind of highlights that. So let's okay. just start, and then we'll talk about your question. All right. Through the lens of this answer. Okay. Which do you think you would pick? If you could fly, and you can ask me any questions you want, because mm-hmm. I kind of know the answers, or you could be invisible. I would pick invisibility. Nice. What'd you pick? <laughs> oh, God. What does it mean? No, no, no. No. No, it's not one of those. I answered wrong. It's not one of those. Oh, it's not one of those. You didn't answer <laughs> wrong at all. There is no wrong answer. In fact, I would say most people... Okay, your your question. Are we bad people that do good things sometimes? Or are we good people that do bad things sometimes? Yeah, we're bad people that do bad things all the time. They, well, they're, they're those too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Vessels of wrath. Uh, people uh, that aren't really doing much good at all. But when... <laughs> Like, see, the the truth is, is like the fact that you said, okay, so let's unpack invisibility. Why do you want to be invisible? Uh, I think it'd be interesting to just like hear what people have to say and to not have to talk to people if you don't feel like it. And that's great. Yeah, but those are like really those are inward and interesting. Mm-hmm. And flight people, most men say flight. I remember that from the thing. Mm. And men, but then here's the next level of that is I think most men think they're supposed to say flight. Oh, sure. How many flying super girls are there, superhero hmm. ladies? I mean, we got, yeah. like, your B-lists, like, super girl. <laughs> su- there was a super dog and a super boy. I consider them all B-lists. Yeah, They're not I mean. in the lexicon. <laughs> yeah. you, I don't even know. Can you get a super girl comic? We're in a comic book store. You probably could. But it, you wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> but a man is supposed to think, I will save the day. I will fly. I will huh. show how great I am. Yeah. And, and everyone will see how great I am. It's the public one. Uh, invisible is the is the thief is the is the eavesdrop, and is the uh, secret masturbator. Oh, great! 
That sums me up. So <laughs> I don't think that's what you were saying. <laughs> I like what you said. You were looking for truth and a little bit of privacy, mm-hmm. and that's fine. And you're what? what do, were you tempted by flight? Uh, yeah, like I thought about it for for a split second. But it's good to go with your gut. Yeah, I, I immediately thought invisibility. Then I went like, oh, maybe flight. But then I was like, no, no, I thought invisibility. If so. I was okay, so the, if we keep going down this path a little bit, okay. if you are invisible and you do start like staying on set, I'm just trying to keep it in your world. Sure. And listening to what people say, you're gonna hear some shit. Oh yeah. You're gonna hear people say like, but you hear it J- anyway. Do you? Yeah, I mean, well, like through the grapevine. Sort yeah, but of thing. you're gonna hear like the worst stuff. Oh, like yeah. your friends. Oh yeah. Your friend. This is the weird world we live in. That oh, I God. know Kumail yeah. and Emily, whose picture is right over your shoulder, which is why I always reference them. And also, they're two of my best friends. They look good. They look great. They're mm-hmm. just a good-looking couple. Mm-hmm. I, I want them to have babies. It'll be like you know, <laughs> the half Pakistan and half North Carolina, and just like all delicious, beautiful baby. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna eat the baby. Okay. I meant delicious, like like a good time to look at. Okay. It did sound a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I thought for sure. It sounded a lot like I was going to eat that baby. I just like to state for the record, I'm not going to eat the baby. All right, thanks. If I ever you know, meet the baby. Now I probably won't ever meet it. But um, they are two of my best friends. There are definitely times when they like are just be like, oh, Pete's a real tool or something. Like just something. Yeah, yeah. And that would, that would really hurt my feelings. It would be hard to get over that. So yeah. the invisible person often ends up kind of alone. Yeah. Is that okay? I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I feel like I'd rather like pick... To I don't know. I kind of feel like I am alone anyway. So what is you know? My you feel a little bit isolated. Yeah, like I mean, by modern existence. Sure. Like I have a couple really good friends, but like when we talk about work or whatever, you know, those people sort of are gonna talk shit about you. Like that is something that literally not doesn't necessarily keep me up at night, but it bothers me. Mm. Like I'll be sitting in my dressing room thinking, like, oh god, I know they're talking about me, and who do I like even like here? And then I think if I sometimes I'll test it out, or I'll just tell somebody to their face, like. I don't like it or something just as like, you don't see like, how it goes over. You don't like what? Like, like if, if somebody starts to engage in a conversation, I'll be like, look, we, we don't like each other. Like, we don't need to do this. We don't need to fake it. <laughs> you don't need to ask me what I did this weekend because you don't care. And I don't care what you did this weekend. Like, we don't like each you other. You did that? Yeah. You and, have done that? Yeah, I've done that to people in the past. And did it work? It does. Like, it does. I mean, it does. But I feel like it's Define sort of just... work. That's what I want to answer my own question. I don't know what I meant by work. Do they take it okay? I would have a hard time with that because... But this goes back to my original point that yeah. if someone doesn't like you, yeah. that's their prerogative. Yeah, as exactly. Bo- Bobby B said, exactly, it is. And uh, this is something that came up on a podcast that isn't out yet with Mark Norman, where we were talking about trying to make everyone like you or trying to act like the person you think the person would like. Asking about their weekend, yeah. faking interests. Yeah. Oh, I, I love sitting. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> like really grasping at things to have in common is a type of is a type of lying. It's a type of manipulation. Oh, God, yeah. So it it might be better, but it might also be lonelier to, like, shoot people out of your way in that way. Yeah, but, like, if I I say something like that and then the person – usually they just, like, laugh and they think, like, oh, you're not serious or something. Right. And I'm like, I'm (laughs) – That's what I would do. I would laugh (laughs) and then moonwalk away. Very slowly. Then I would, I'd be like, never mind. I just don't, like, I don't know. I, I, I go through this thing where I've, I think the same thing. Like, I don't, sometimes I feel like I don't care. Everybody can hate me. Who cares? I'd kind yeah. of rather be alone anyway. Right. That's when you're all built up. Yeah. But here's the thing. You get to that place of feeling built up. Yep. 
by being with people, I think. Yes! That's what it is. But people making you feel like you can just be That's without them. <laughs> hanging out with people <sighs> helps you feel like you don't need to hang out with people. Yes. I say this all the time, but the game The Sims, there was that social meter. Yeah. And it really sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's a Mad Men quote, too, where Duck... Uh, do you watch Mad Men? No. It's a good show. When you're older... <laughs> I don't know, you're 21, you're fine. I feel like you're 15. Uh, watch Mad Men, maybe. Mm-hmm. Who cares? But there's a character who talks about the wellspring of his confidence, realizing mm-hmm. that it came from his family. And I was yeah. like, so all these things that kind of seem stupid, <laughs> family, <laughs> friends, yeah. going out, uh, help us be the person who's, after all that, able to stay home. Oh, God. Like, right? If you, so if you have a couple good days at work and yeah. a couple good social days... Then maybe that Thursday night you stay in, yeah. talking some footsie PJs <laughs> and and just Netflix, and you're, you're like all fueled up. You're, yeah, you're fueled yeah. up. Well, it sounds like you might be a little bit introverted. Uh, yeah, I am. I am. Which doesn't mean outgoing or not charismatic. I've just discovered. Right. Um, it just means you need some time to yourself sometimes. Yeah, definitely. I think I have a couple of my close friends who have told me that they say like I just need to be around people. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm in a good mood, if I'm in a bad mood. I have to have that feeling of, and and usually it's like several people. It's yeah. not like one person's not going to do it. Um, and I'm I'm sort of the opposite. You know, I I I need my time. Yeah. Just to myself. I. Today was with some of my favorite people in the world. Yeah. And after about three hours, I was like, that's it. I'm you know good. what I mean? Really? Interesting, engaging, fun people doing some of my favorite things. Yeah. And at, at three, I was like, this podcast wasn't until five, which is late for me. Yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, accommodating the schedules and everything. Uh, but I didn't have to leave when I left. Hmm. But I just wanted to be at home huh. and just have a little bit of time to unplug. Yeah, there was sure. a car- So you're that way too. Yeah, totally. And and it could just be not even doing anything that edifying. Like you don't I, mm-hmm. like you picture someone like that reading or painting or yeah. listening to music. Sometimes it's just doing fucking nothing. Yeah. But it's because I had a morning of something that the afternoon of, of nothing is warranted. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. Yeah. But you're in the you're in the you know you're in the public eye. I guess it's safe to say are most of your fans uh, younger. Or yeah. I know I know you do a lot of things. You do music yeah. as well. So you're probably a yeah. little bit. No, I, I used did that to, but, go the yeah. way of the of the six ten guy? <laughs> he took he took country music with the breakup. Um, I just yeah. No, that <laughs> that's when you need country music is oh after my God. a breakup. Who broke up with who? Um, I broke up with him. Oh, nice. I mean, sorry, bro. Whoops. No. <laughs> Whoops. Well, and the, okay, so I still follow him on Instagram. And the other day, I saw somebody's comment. This is the comment. This is one of the comments that bothered me. Somebody's oh, like, "Man, no. you could do way better." I don't know why I that assume bo- they sound yeah. like that, but yeah. I was like, "Man, you could." Yeah, I, don't, I can't like, even do that voice. <laughs> yeah, like God, oh, God, what did that? No, mean? I know what you mean. It's so annoying. It's so interesting. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine. And he was hypothesizing that social media and all this sort of stuff is actually—it's not manufactured and synthetic it actually is communal like it is mm-hmm. bringing us together yeah, and closer yeah. unfortunately it's also bringing us together with people that are saying really mean things like that yeah absolutely I, I think those haters don't really realize how close to your nerve they can get yeah or maybe they do and they like it and they're bad i don't know yeah i think it's just it seems it's just like a lot easier than they i don't feel like any of those people would say anything to anybody's face no nearly as mean as what they say online. and if they did uh, this goes back to me saying the mean thing that that I thought my friend heard. Yeah. Uh, if my friend did hear and yeah. called me out on it, uh, I would have immediately tucked my tail and just been like, "I'm sorry." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So even oh, yeah. I have that, oh, and yeah. not only that. 
But where uh, we we unpack haters all the time. That person leaving that comment, if it's a girl or a boy, there might be like a good degree of jealousy. You yeah. know what I mean? You're a lovely young lady. Hey, there you go. People don't like seeing people have like yeah. fun looking lives and and you know. Yeah, yeah. Nice hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of an appropriate compliment. <laughs> and nice hair. <laughs> but you know what I mean. So they get yeah. upset, mm-hmm. of course, and they lash out. But uh, did you talk about this on Nerdist? I don't want any of that fucking Chris Hardwick overlap. <laughs> um, we talked a little bit about, about basketball the breakup. Player. Yeah, that we talked guy. just a little bit, but oh no, not too much. No, I don't think so. I don't. Well, I'm curious. I don't, I don't think we'll have the like same conversation. Are you comfortable talking about the breakup? Yeah. Okay, so it was only a week. It was only a week. And then um, I'm thinking, like, if it's only a week. Was he, like, playing basketball? Was he, like, touring around? Yeah, well, what had happened was he was on his off-season. He hit, do you know Woman Crush Wednesday, WCW? No. On, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So he listed me as his as his Woman Crush Wednesday for a couple weeks, and I hadn't, like... In a row? Yeah, a couple weeks in a row. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, he was really committed. How old is and this man? He's 20. He's a year younger than me. He's younger yes. than you, and he's in the NBA? Yes, that's he's crazy. He's sailing he's the through the sky? In the NBA. Really? Yeah. Duncan? He can dunk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know he can you can't be in the NBA. Um, and that's not his like specialty though. He's more I don't know. More of an outsideman. He's a center whatever that is. Centers? Yeah. Oh, so he jumps for the ball? He jumps for the ball. He that always seems like he, like he probably won't he probably won't listen to this, but like you know, you throw the ball up in the air. There's something a little weird about that. Like let's start this by throwing like a cat toy in the air and two kittens go at it. You know what I mean? It yeah, seems yeah. like two kittens begin the match. The match, I call it. So the skirmish starts. That's kind of a Brian Regan bit. He calls it a skirmish. But anyway, uh, so he was more of an outside man passing. Uh, yes. He Michael Jordan he was a forward. Sure. Those guys get it in the paint. Sports, but yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we're both in our depth. And then we're doing really good. <laughs> So he was in his off season. He was in his off season. He listed me as his woman crush Wednesday. I saw was that totes flat. Uh, it was very flat. Yeah. And his fans <laughs> told me they were like, "You gotta follow him or whatever." So then I I looked at his page and I was just like, "Oh, like this is kind of interesting." Yeah, of course. Yeah. Twenty year old NBA star. Yeah. And Center. That's an important position. Yeah, sure. Some of those to me. guard. I can't think of another one. Not as necessary. Yeah, he seemed like big deal. Yeah. So I just thought, okay, cool. I followed him and I I like sent him a little message. I and uh, it was like a public message. And then since I followed him and he was following me, he oh. sent me a direct a direct message with his phone number. Which is like a bold move. That's a, The first one was the phone number? Yeah. He went right for it. Wait, did it say anything or was it just the number? It was, uh, hey, we should get to know each other. Then his phone number. <laughs> wow. It was a bit, uh, yeah, it was a bit forward. I'm, he, yeah, for his position, he's supposed to be, <laughs> he's supposed to be centered. And yeah. here he is being very forward. Okay, oh, we God. can have sports jokes. I like it. Um, Touchdown. <laughs> okay, I don't know uh, so he says we should get to know each other. Bold. Do you like that? Um, I, I just had a conversation with Chris D'Elia. I don't think yeah. it's going to make it on the show for my TV show. Yeah. I said, because he was talking about girls uh, sending him naked pictures. Okay. Um, you know, that's not like <laughs> my aspiration. But I said, <laughs> how do you do that? We're talking about people he knows, yeah. not like randos. And he says, like, he's just very direct. Yeah. I know there's a show downstairs. It's weird. You can't <laughs> hear it on the one. podcast. Though. Sounds like it. Okay. It does a little bit. It does. It sounds a little bit. I thought Chris Hardwick and Kumail were here. They sound, they, it's funny that I think, can you hear it? Nah, it doesn't matter. 
So he was talking about just be direct and just say what you want, yeah. which is very kind of like alpha and testosterone-y. Sure. So I'm asking you as the lady who got like, we should get to know each other and a phone number. Mm-hmm. Did you go, you, or did you go, ah? I went, ooh, because of, I think, <laughs> the situation. <laughs> but there, I think there could be a lot of scenarios where it would be the opposite reaction. Yeah, well, if it's not some, like, gorgeous 20-year-old basketball player. <laughs> um, Probably. Yeah, I don't know. If it's like some, if it's some person at like a, a bar or something, and they just like waltz over and you yeah, know, go for it. It's like a the villain bit. in Five Hundred Days of Summer. <laughs> have you seen that movie? Yes, I have. You know the bad guy that comes up and he's like, mm-hmm. hey, "Is this mm-hmm. your girlfriend?" Mm-hmm. That guy, like mm-hmm. that. Very much. You don't want that. No. But that guy is trying for what this fella did to you. We're trying yeah. to just be bold, but you're just like too drunk or you're an asshole. Yeah, so it just doesn't go over well. So you like it? What do you do now? Text. Uh, so I texted him. Yeah, and then you, don't, we... you, don't, you don't call. That's no, a real God. sociopath. Oh, God. Hello. <laughs> you hear a ring? No. Hello. I hate that. It's too, it adds too it's much. It's fucking crazy. Every time my phone rings, I think it's an emergency. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think something's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Oh, yeah. You're the same way? Espe- well, yeah, especially when my family calls because that just seems like... If my mother died. calls me on a Thursday, I get mad that it's not something wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're a Sunday. That's it? Like, you just want to yeah, check yeah. in? You were just saying you saw a commercial that yeah. sounded like me, but it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought someone had died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for Same sure. Way. So you text. So uh, so we texted Do you remember your first text? Um, I think I was just, I think I stuck with a hey. Just a, just a classic hey. I'm going to say good move. I want to just let him take it. You know what I mean? I mean, this guy's already, I'm such a girl, but he's already established himself <laughs> as like, you know. Yeah. He's going to be aggressive, and yeah. you're going to be like, hey, yeah. it's perfect. And I was like, I was trying to see what happened, and it became like a, a quick, like a 20-question, like, let's get to know each other game. Over text. Yeah, which I was, I'm I'm weary of how much to say on this, because I don't know how many of his, like, fans are going to be listening. Oh, probably none. Um, <laughs> they're probably watching basketball games. But <laughs> Yeah, they're watching basketball matches. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. So I was texting him, and we had, like, a, some conversations that, uh, they already gave me pause. Like, I already knew this is, this is, like, not real chemistry. But for whatever reason, I thought it was like a fun thing in the moment. And I thought, what am I going to be able to say? Were you in a fantastic mood when this was going down? I was. I was I'm in gonna, a really good mood. Can I, can I Go interject here? I am so struck at how Pete at his best. Yeah. P-A-H-B. Pab <laughs> is always setting up plans for Pete at his regular. Yes. You know what I'm fucking talking yes. about? You know what I'm... Katie! You weren't listening. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a comedy joke. I'm just saying, Pete at his best, and also Pete that maybe uh, is feeling so good, and he's out with his friends, and then he has a glass of wine, suddenly is like yes. texting. Like, I'm suddenly the most charismatic. Yes. Hey! Like, I would be like, let's get to know each other phone number. Oh, my God, But yes. then you set up the date, and Pete at his regular might show up. And yes. then Pete at his best, who's now inside my stomach, has to give Pete at his regular, like, a, a pep talk. God. Right? Yes. Honestly, so you were good. Except I wouldn't even, Jeanette at her regular would not even go to, like, the date that she set up. <laughs> Jeanette at her regular will, like, ignore the texts and phone calls. Right. Right. And shut off the phone. Right. And it's terrible because then people think like, I mean, I guess they think exactly what they should think. And it's a, no, I, I hear what you're saying. You know what I, mean? I, I don't think you need to beat yourself up about that because I, I also, I relate to that. There's, there's Pete at his best. And then literally there is t- turn off his phone, Pete. Yeah. Like I can't 
handle it. Yeah. I'm going to put this your way. We're going to stay on the, the, the boyfriend texting stuff. But is that one of the reasons you, you work hard? Is that one of the reasons why you enjoy your work? Because I do for that reason. Because when I'm really, really busy, I can't be having these types of conversations with myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, who's calling? It's like, I got to shoot. Yeah. I got to shoot. Yeah. You know work what I mean? Work is the best excuse in the world. To be a fucking yeah. psychopath. Uh-huh. <laughs> to be like Sorry, a Sorry, I'm just working like crazy. <laughs> a complete, unrelatable sociopath. Yes. Because that's exactly right. I've gotten out of things. Yeah. It's like a death in the family. Oh, my God. Especially if it's on TV. People yeah. like have a better way of understanding. And they're like, I understand. You got you got You got a show you got a deadline mm-hmm. like people kind of understand what it might be like that's yeah, the automatic pass it's like a death in the family it is you know what i mean oh completely sorry nana <laughs> like all right so you miss out on a big awkward brunch yeah and you don't have to go <laughs> okay so and you can call it back like a year later like oh it's the anniversary <laughs> ah, that's like, very funny it. that's a laser right there that's a year you get a year every year mm-hmm. it's been three years since nana yeah were you close no. <laughs> but in her passing, I went on heritage.com. I want to respect her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Death affects us all. You know what I mean? Something like that, and you don't have to go to anything anymore. Oh, yeah. So do you remember why you were feeling real good? Um, I was feeling real good because I was in Vegas, and I was seeing Cirque du Soleil shows. Nice. And I was, uh, like, yeah, I was just having fun. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's Jeanette at her best. Yeah, I was. I, it was just like a peak moment. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. How many best versions of ourselves are making plans with other best versions of themselves? Uh, and then the, when you finally meet, you're just like a fucking Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> and you go to Ruby Tuesday because you only go to restaurants that have, you can only go to two restaurants, TJ Friday or Ruby of Tuesday. Course. And only on Tuesday or Friday because mm-hmm. it's like a weird condition you have. <laughs> but like then you show up to the thing and you're, and you're not feeling that sort of full of life, that that no. sort of thing where you're like, anything is great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. And then I also, some of my, some of my friends don't get it. Like, there's actually one friend that I haven't seen in a couple weeks, and I've used, I've used the over overly busy with work excuse. Yes. Um, he very well might be listening to this, so, <laughs> hey, Colton, how's it going? Sorry I've been avoiding you. <laughs> Love you. Uh, but I sometimes hate you. But I... Colden? <laughs> Colton. Colden Hoffield? <laughs> Colden Hoffield. Not Holden Caulfield, Colden Caulfield oh. is the joke. It's just just turned 2014. That's the joke of 2014. Oh I'm sorry that uh, that happened so early in the year. So cold. Okay, yeah, go. So uh, busy. Uh, so I used the I used the busy excuse. I don't even know where I was going with the story. I we were talking about best, and then you don't even want to go, and your friends don't understand. Oh yeah. So he he's one that he'll he'll be like, what's going on? Like what's what's wrong? And sometimes it's like. I wish I could explain this best version of yourself, worst version of yourself thing to him yeah, yeah. or to other people. Um, right. But anyway. It's like another person. Yeah. But this is, is what I'm saying is we're all a bunch of different people. Yeah. That was my point of the talking shit story. Yeah. Is that like a, a little bit of fear or guilt will shift you from charismatic fun person to introverted I, I don't deserve love person mm-hmm. like that. It's mm-hmm. the same person. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you, you in Vegas and some, you know, some French clowns. Twisting and twirling for your pleasure. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, you're setting up some some uh, some dates with a six six ten man mm-hmm. who's very young. Yeah, and in a, in an NBA. Mm-hmm. All right, center. the center. Yes, he's the center of attention. <laughs> oh God, did you ever say that to him? No, I did not. <laughs> that would have been a great way to get him to break up with you. I should have. It'd have been like, I just love how you're the center of attention, <laughs> and then he'd be like, That's the one. That's the one that broke up. And uh, goodbye. All right, so we're flirting. So we flirted. For all we know, he's... And, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. He's probably at his best, too, because he's like, was he... 
playing at that point? Uh, no, he was not. But oh. he was. He had just like signed his new contract, so I think he was in a great mood. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Of course. Okay. Uh, so we had we texted back and forth, and then we started like FaceTiming, and it really was it was it was so like e- even past the the Vegas trip when I was home and I was still like FaceTiming with this guy. I don't know why I was like up for this. Yeah. And I think all my friends were sort of just laughing about it. It's not typical Jeanette behavior. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. They they're like this is not somebody that you usually go for. Like what's going on? This is weird. Um, oh, I just meant FaceTiming. That's a big move for me. Oh, is it? Yeah, if you want to FaceTime, it's like we've already been together for a while. <laughs> I hate the when somebody FaceTimes you, but they don't tell you ahead of time that they're FaceTiming you. Uh, no. For me, it's a scheduled thing. Yes. It's not the fucking telephone. No. It's FaceTime. <laughs> yes. You don't want to FaceTime me when I'm like in a big puffy pink robe exactly. passed out on my rug. You're not ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you know? ready. Mm-hmm. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. It, I'm, it's like you're coming... Into my house. Yes. I can see you. I can hear you. You can see me. You can hear me. Give me a second to put some of this fucking garbage away. Yep. Right? I completely agree. But can I say this about yeah. FaceTime? Don't you love the move where you're like, you're so casual that you're just kind of like walking around? Like you're holding up the phone and filming yourself and you're like, I just got to get something from the fridge. And you're giving them like a little tour. Oh, yeah. Of course. It's like fun. Of course. It's like why is it so TV. fun? Would why you ever do that so if fun? you're having a conversation? Like if they're actually exactly. house, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Follow me for a second. I'm yeah. just going to get some water. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. Look at the molding. It's not a regular move, but it's a FaceTime classic. Yes, it is. I think I'm funny on FaceTime. I like to throw myself around. Yeah. I do a lot of in and out bits. Okay. I yeah. like that. I'm not a bad FaceTime. Really taking advantage of the technology. I mean, don't just stare Blankly, and, no. and you know what I do? This is how showbiz I am. I'll look at the camera a lot. Oh, like at the ca- the of you? Every no, no, no. That that would be the most showbiz. Okay. When you're Facetiming, there's there's two ways to be really showbiz. Okay. One is to look at your own photo. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to say I don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I check in. Yeah. <laughs> Make I sure everything's in. in place. I check in. I also will film from a you know a flattering angle. I do the same thing. And if you don't find the lights, if you don't, yeah, find your light. Yeah. Find your light. Yeah. Two, uh, I don't. I I will look at the person. Okay. But occasionally, to accentuate a point, just like I do on the TV show, I'll look into the lens. So I look into the camera, so it really looks like. Because you know how on Facetime, yeah, if course. you're looking at the screen, you're not actually yeah. looking at where their eyes would be. Mm-hmm. You stare into the into the camera. That's a very intimidating move, I think, Ooh. to receive. Oh, like God. when I see somebody looking right, in, I'm like. Oh, God. it's just so much. I need to stop it then. Because you know that it's like they're having eye contact with you, but they're not. They're just yeah. looking into the the lens white of the part of the phone. Yes, so it's kind of creepy <laughs> yeah, because no. it's like false eye contact and it's uh, disarming. It's so artificial. Yeah, I'm simi. I feel like a, a crazy person right now, but it's fine. That's my point. Is we're all a little bit crazy. As I looked at the lens, but I'm looking at nothing to yeah. make it look like to them that I'm looking at, at them. them. So that's like some like yes. how poker players are thinking. Like, what do I have, and what do they have, yes. and what do they think I have? Mm-hmm. That's some like third level shit. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. I it's should intense. just relax and just look at the screen because that's where the person I like is. <laughs> Deal with that. Mm-hmm. All right. So you Facetime. So we FaceTimed. Not awkward? Um, it, it was basketball, a little awkward. Basketball he, players, based on like after-game interviews that I've seen, can not necessarily be the most like gregarious. No, he definitely wasn't. Um, <laughs> and all, most of the time when we were FaceTiming, it was from... And he, mind you, he, he was very sweet. He was always very kind and like mm-hmm. respectful, which is, I think, I'm sure more than a lot of people are. But we, he would be like getting massage while we were having our FaceTime. No. So there would be like that a is masseuse a, in the background. That is a move. I'm simultaneously disgusted <laughs> and so in awe of this man. <laughs> this 20-year-old NBA man. Would would, would that be when he FaceTime you out of nowhere? Yeah, it would be like very strategic on his part. Of he'd be like, course. get in the car for my sis. It's her 16th birthday. 
Whoa. <laughs> the car shop. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, no, he was buying her a car. Yeah. I thought you said get in the car for oh, my no. sis. That no, would yeah. be strange. Mm-hmm. Buying a car for my sis? Yeah. It was always like a really – but I, but I, I, I don't – I want to. I feel like it was part strategy on his part. Like he was part preparing. <laughs> yes, himself. but also he just calls you with a falcon on his shoulder, <laughs> packing a pipe. Just like, hello, I didn't see you there. It's FaceTime. You made the call. The massage FaceTime is the player move of 2014. I know it's early in the room, in the year. That's incredible. Oh my god! But it's also, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. What is the girl version of that? That's that. He nailed NBA version. Yeah. I'm just trying to relate. If like, what girl, would I do if I'm going to FaceTime a guy? Or but if you're would... trying to be fancy in that way, I'm oh, thinking course. manicure. Um, I, I see. I don't get manicures myself, so I can't. I couldn't really. Speak they don't to make that, you get manicured. No, um, my kid is like a tomboy, so they're like, don't get, don't wear nails. Oh, gosh. fun! In fact, um, we wouldn't hate it if you bit him a little bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like some weird guy in <laughs> your office. I do. They're like they're weirdly crooked. Oh, really? Yeah. Look. No, they look all right. Oh, okay, thanks. You're just very nice. No, I'm not. Are yours long? They're all right. What do you think? They're good. They yeah, look you, you, yeah, that's just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a <laughs> nice, that's a nice compliment. Uh, nails, eyes, skin—these are all indications of how healthy you are. That's why we're drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Go on. Uh, so I would <laughs> like if I were. <laughs> Katie just kind of laughed like an old old man who's heard it many times. Just like old Petey's doing his thing, talking about trition. <laughs> Um, if I were trying to like impress a guy, I would try. I do the reverse. I want to make it look like I'm super casual of and course. super low key. But like, I've actually spent a half an hour on my makeup and like straightening my bangs. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like just Women put love on bangs. Oh god, They're I did lip bangs. gloss and then did the toilet paper to make it look like I didn't just yeah, do it yeah, like yeah. fresh. Okay, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll take the vulnerable, please. <laughs> oh god, Jesus Christ. I know that's. I know <laughs> what you're talking about. I want to join you in your vulnerability. I will catch my hair looking a certain way, yeah. almost like it is now, uh, where I'm just kind of like, oh, it, it's this is great. It, I didn't do anything to it, and it's like kind of messy. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is fun. We're being real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. I'm like, this is some good FaceTime hair. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you have a good, if you have a good moment, that's always the time to take yeah. advantage of it. But a good moment, I think we're agreeing because you're trying to manufacture some sort of casualty to yeah. it. I'm also trying to be like, oh, I'm just, just kind of kicking around in PJs. Oh, of course. I'm a Nick Kroll character. All of a sudden, <laughs> just kicking around. It's not a big deal. I saw your thing on call shows. Uh, yay! Yeah. Um, but no, I do, I do, I definitely, I do the same thing. I try and make it. The, my whole thing is that. I'm generally pretty low key, but I obviously care to a certain degree how I look and feel sure. self conscious and stuff. So I try to make it seem like it's FaceTime. Yeah, it's a whole production. Oh, of course, this is like interior Jeanette's bedroom. She's yes. casual. Mm-hmm. It appears as though her lipstick has been uh, on for several hours and has come off for the most part. She dials a FaceTime call. <laughs> That's the scene. Those yeah. are the directions in the scene. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I think that in its own way, we're both. The message, even no message is the message. So, like, we have massage table on one end. Mm-hmm. That's what I call it's on the nose. Okay. You know, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. And there's going to be uh, a certain type of person. Not a bad type of person. That sounds It sounds like you're being covert. Like, a certain type of person. Right. I just mean, like, you know, some people would be really into it. If yeah. you FaceTime someone as you're boarding a helicopter, yeah. they're going to be like, oh, it's amazing. Here I go. It's yeah. really loud. I got to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't you're think great. this through. <laughs> you're I'm great. I'm in my bedroom with the lip gloss. Thanks. Feeling small. And you've never felt so alone yeah. <laughs> as you hang up on FaceTime call with a man who is getting on a helicopter yes. and then you're just in your living room. You're like, hmm. 
<laughs> and you thought it was going to be a 45-minute yeah, thing. Uh-huh. If I FaceTime too, by the way, it's at least 40 minutes. Oh, you have it has to be. What are we, just I'll catching up? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> you going to the party tonight? If someone did that, I would report them to the police. I'd be like, I found the Vertigo killer. I found Zodiac. I found the Zodiac killer. We, we, we got him. So you're trying to look cash, which I think is also a message. Mm-hmm. We sometimes say this on the show. It's like uh, driving a car that's under what you could afford yeah. is also a message. Of course. As is b- driving a car that's out of your price range. You know of what course. I mean? It tells you a little bit about something. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to look, which is what I think a lot of fellas want, is like the low maintenance. I'm not going to say trap, but just for like buzzwords. Yeah, like, it's like the low maintenance trap. Yeah. And then you slowly. I'm like, so low key. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah it's yeah. like a gas knob. You start tweeting and then mm-hmm. the, and the real truth kind of comes out slowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at least you know you're doing it and, and here you are talking about it. Yeah. And I'm not saying you are a high maintenance. Would you say you are? I, I can be. I can be. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you must have a lot of people like doting on you. Ah. Uh, there's some dote. There's a little dote. Yeah, there's no, a little dote. I don't dope. know. Yeah. Eh. Nah. It is what it is. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, it's not like bring me a latte. But I mean, if no. you wanted a latte, someone I could probably bring you a latte. A latte. Someone's going to get you a latte. Yeah. Someone named Steve. Probably, actually. Steve, Steve the intern. Yes. He's there's gonna, always a Steve. He's an intern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel weird that there's most of the people that probably work with you are older than you? Um, I don't. No, no. I've never thought about that. Good for you. I didn't mean to plant that weird thought Thanks. in your brain. Thanks. Now I'm going to wonder, is I get to work on Monday? <laughs> you guys are so old! Well, I just I mean, there. Oh, God. you know, like Steve, who's bringing you a latte, might be in his mid-30s. Sure. And he just brought a child a, a latte. <laughs> You're like, thanks, Steve. No, you call him Scott. Thanks, Scotty. And he's like, it's Steve. Oh, oh I went to MIT. Then he goes and cries, man tears. All right, so let's stay on the story. You're trying to be maintenance. You're trying to be low maintenance. Trying to be low maintenance. How do you know that you're high maintenance? In what way are you high maintenance? Um, I'm high maintenance because I. Oh God, this is. I'll try and think of a way that I'm high maintenance. Yeah. so It's not just you on on the spot. Yeah, thanks. I'm maintenance. Thinking of examples I've kind of said on the show before, I'll get kind of like ruly. Like I'll be like, I, I don't like people that are always on their phones, for example, that yeah. will bother me. Oh, God, that pisses me off. Right? Yeah. But then here's where it really gets bullshit is that then I'll think it's okay if I look at my phone. Mm-hmm. Like I'd like to think I'm better at that, mm-hmm. but I know that like I will lay down rules that don't apply to me. Yeah. I do the same thing. Uh, the phone one is actually one that I that I use. Like I don't need a guy. I don't care if a guy like opens a door for me or does like those. Yeah. Shivel. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um and I don't uh, like the fancy restaurant, the, any of the weird like courtshipy stuff. I don't think that uh, that's just all. I think a game in itself, so that sure. that doesn't matter. But um, well, all those things, all those traditions were made in a time when we were like all pissing in the same barrel. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And we all had guns mm-hmm. on ourselves, and we're like, what if we pulled out the pretty lady chair? Maybe she didn't mash her face against my yellow teeth. You know what, what was that voice? I've never done that voice before. <laughs> It was kind of Native American, but it was also kind of a Western yeah. guy. In my yellow teeth and the great spirit. <laughs> it, got, it got weird at the end. I love doing Native American. I'm oh so sorry God. to our Native American listeners. So anyway, you think that's a game in itself, which it is. Yeah, I think that's a game. I would say the the area where I'm most high maintenance is if somebody is like, like I said, I need my alone time. Yes. If somebody's like, hey, I need like a couple of days. I'm like, what? oh God, I what did I do? How Am I being Can't. like... You just said a mouthful. God. That is such that is such a me thing. Yeah. And that when I want to be alone, 
Because if they wanted to be alone, mm-hmm. it would freak me out. Oh, yes. And I, I'd like to think I'm talking about past, mm-hmm. Pete. I'd like to think. But I, so I, I'm just sure. completely relating is the idea if they want to be alone, I'm like, something's wrong. They're, they're strategizing some sort of mm-hmm. breakup. Mm-hmm. They have a problem with me. Testing or, out somebody else. Or they're, te- oh, they're giving yeah. somebody else another a spin uh-huh. around the block. Uh-huh. Don't do me like that. Tom Petty comes to mind. <laughs> Great song. Uh, what, is it? what is the first line of that song? You've been taking someone else around or something? Yeah, it sounds right. It, being in the public eye, giving someone else a try. It just made me think about you, uh, <laughs> what you just said. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I uh, will get the call. and Oh, but then I will want my alone time, and I'll want it to be completely fine and yeah. completely accepted, right? Yeah. Because you're like, it's not a big deal. I just want to yeah. watch a TED Talk. Mm-hmm. But if somebody else says that to me, it suddenly becomes this whole whirlwind of like, oh, God. Why? Mm, I don't know. I wish I knew. We, like, that's, another, that's just another bullshit thing where obviously alone time isn't bad. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. And yet we kind of treat it as a bad thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's... Here's what I would think is high maintenance. Yeah. I have to text you before I go to bed. Oh, God. I have to. I, or there's a problem. That is something that is b- borderline... Uh, Breakupable? It's it's irritating. I find it irritating. <laughs> I find, like, the you, weird... You mean having the rule? Yeah, like having to have some sort of... Having to, like, report. Because you, then it yes. becomes, like, a... It becomes this weird... For, like, if you don't want to be in the relationship, don't be in the relationship. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And if you're enjoying somebody's company over other people, like, that should be... That should be it. Fucking gay. Right? Yeah. I don't it's it's a weird thing that we start to we find somebody that we love, yeah. right? And then we start to impose on them from both sides. Yes. Things that they don't want to do on them. Now I understand there's might be a there there certainly is a healthy way to do that. It's mm-hmm. like you don't know this, but I have this and this and this mm-hmm. and it just means a lot if you would do this. There's certainly reasonable things. Sure. Uh but then like at a certain point it just becomes almost it, it sounds like a corporation mm-hmm. it, it sounds like a mission statement of the relationship mm-hmm. and it's like we these are the core principles of the relationship uh, no alone uh, time yes. for either of us mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to be flooring it the uh, whole time mm-hmm. real burn it out real fast <laughs> text me every time you get and look i like a text before bed like yeah. i don't mind a text before bed but you know what's great it's been coming up on the show a lot. It's autonomy. It's mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it. If yeah. I didn't text you, yeah. it's not because I'm out philandering or being terrible. Mm-hmm. It's because like I go to bed at 9.30 sometimes because mm-hmm. I love sleep. Mm-hmm. It's where I can fly and there are dragons and sometimes I'm the guy from Splinter Cell. Just <laughs> let me go to sleep. Let me go to sleep. Yeah. And let me not. Why do we want to introduce an influx of panic? When you wake up in the morning, you go, I yes. didn't text Jules. <laughs> Jules. And you got 12 texts from Jules. And three And she's like, good night, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Weird phrase. We'll talk tomorrow. Yeah, and you know the emoticon she's mm-hmm. using. It's, oh, not, yeah. it's not a full frown. Mm-mm. It's the half frown. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she's disappointed. Mm-hmm. Jules, <laughs> you're supposed to be one of the ambassadors of joy. We're supposed to be on a team together. Yes. Where we're trying to bring in as much joy to our lives as possible. Yeah. Unfortunately... Maybe because of movies and TV, I don't know, music, mm-hmm. we have this false idea and, we're, and we get so frustrated that we don't have it that we start taking it out on each other. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, maybe if you texted me at night, we would have a love like fucking Channing Tatum and some broad, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We're mad that we're not getting what we think we were promised when what really if, mm-hmm. no one promised it to mm-hmm. you. And it's like a weird fairy tale thing. It's not. Yeah. But it, it's not real. But that's not heartbreaking. Yeah. That's liberating to go no one. Yes. It's kind of like going like, uh, this means nothing. 
is a liberating place. If mm-hmm. you can deflate something of the presuppositions that you have going into it, yeah. you can be like, oh, we can make this whatever we want to make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And we can, we can be in a good place and just, you know, try and bring joy to each other. I understand that eventually you might need some rules, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. don't need to be modeling it after, I'm trying to think of a good TV relationship, Claire and Cliff Huxtable. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever watch the Cosby show? I did. I watched it a lot. I watched all, like, the TV land shows growing up. Really? Yeah. How odd? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I have three older brothers, and we all, like the Gilligan's Island, Brady Bunch, Cosby Show. Really? Mm -hmm. Hey, okay. All right. Okay. Um, So, all right. Now we'll go back to the the narrative. Mm Mm-hmm. You are FaceTiming. We're FaceTiming. He's he's in the a, a Nike gift boutique and he's FaceTiming you. <laughs> Going, I'll take these. I'll take these. Uh-huh. I'll take these. Yes. And You're, sending me them. Yeah. Literally, like, do you want some of this? And then he would like send me gear the next day. That actually happened. Really? Yes. See, <laughs> he was in the factory warehouse. No. <laughs> what is that for, place like, called? Is like Room One Seventy Eight or something? He was in. Um, he played for the Pistons, so he was in like their their gear. Oh, I don't know the place that their manufacturer. Of course, they get free stuff. Mm-hmm. And he sent me like huge boxes full. It must mean so much that he would play in, do you know what kind of shoes he wore? Uh, Adidas. Adidas. I'm actually wearing Adidas now. They were not from him. I purchased them myself. Oh, there's a class. Thanks. I could mean classic. I could mean classy. Either Either way. Either way, it's good. Yeah, it works. Yeah, there's no bad class. Those are class. See me after class. They're terrible. (laughs) (laughs) They're real bad class. Or no class, I guess yeah. I could say. So, yeah, so he's he's calling you from that sort of situation. He's on the slopes at Aspen. <laughs> and then you're uh, you're at home and you're, like, heating up soup. Yeah. Even though earlier you were, it's like... It's Campbell's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I forgot to add the cup of milk and mm-hmm. it's burning. I'm so humble. <laughs> um, but then uh, then he goes, he goes, oh, hey, I'm coming. One time when we were FaceTiming, he said that he was coming the next week. Uh-huh. So then I was like, oh, God. Like, to well, LA. This is, yeah, this is happening. He's coming to LA. He's coming to visit me. And, and Kobe. And <laughs> Kobe. It's true. He did see Kobe on the trip. Um, no. And he did. Kobe's his Shut mentor. Up. He did. Kobe's his mentor. Kobe's his mentor? Yeah. Do you ever feel stupid trying to teach him things when Kobe's his mentor? <laughs> You're like, you know, if you uh, if you breathe, let that breathe a little bit, it'll taste better. Kobe taught me that. Whatever it is. <laughs> All right. I look down. Yeah. And then All shuffle right. away. Mm-hmm. Moonwalk away? Moonwalk away. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so uh, Kobe's his, his bestie, and then he's gonna he wants to see you. And he wants to see me. So he comes out here um and i invite all my friends to Sorry. like <laughs> to participate so it doesn't get too awkward because i don't oh, know i figured they would call. make it uh, just make it a little easier group and more casual yeah or you could all assemble into a trench coat and be the same size as them. <laughs> <laughs> we could i have short friends you could, tell, stack, like, five of them. you could tell that i was pleased with that one <laughs> that was a weird moment uh so yes uh so then we 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 did a bunch of like just fun activity. We actually hung out a lot during this week. We went laser tagging. We went to Disneyland. Uh-huh. We went... How many rides was he not allowed on? Uh, he said that he wasn't... Al- this is one thing that I told him I thought he should play up to his advantage. Yeah. You know, for, like, to win the people over. He's scared of heights. <gasps> I love it. Isn't that adorable? Yeah, it is. Like, that's really cute. And he's 6'10". And he's 6'10". Sometimes he just looks down and gets <laughs> wheezy. No! <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. It's he, cute. It is cute. It's like a thing. So it's a great thing. And he did not want to admit that, but I mean, now I'm saying it to people. Scoop. So, scoop. Here we go. If that's a scoop, that's not a you scoop. You know what I mean? 
people will love him more for it. So we're doing him a favor. I think so. Little vulnerable. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'll take the vulnerable. Okay, keep going. Um, and we hung out during. The oh, so week. he didn't want to do like Thunder Mountain and stuff. No, he didn't want to do Thunder Mountain. He didn't want to do like Paradise Pier, the roller coaster that goes around itself. Um, yeah. He did Space Mountain. Was not his thing. Space Mountain's too short. Space Mountain is so short, and you. I think I'm going to lose my head. It's, uh, it's also short in duration, but oh. I thought like the tracks oh, the- seem like they're right above your head. And I'm 6'6", six, six, so I'm thinking, like, those extra four inches might, might really do something. give them a haircut. I heard about the person who, like, lifted their arms and their arms got cut off, like, right at the elbows. And I, I don't know. Right. That, I, I, that, ha- that definitely is an urban legend, but I think that's oh. what I'm basing. No, no, yeah. no. You're not stupid. You've just uncovered where I got my fear from, because I it. have heard that story. Yes, right? So he probably was just like, yeah, I'm afraid of heights, just to, you know, save his neck. <laughs> Literally. Did you go on Pirates? We did go on Pirates. Good choice. That that's has a drop in it. And it's a long ride, so you get kind of both. It's a great long ride. Mm-hmm. It's one of my faves. Mm-hmm. There's a little story. There's a story? Yeah. It's sweet? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's not sweet. I was thinking about the uh, uh, Little Mermaid one. <laughs> okay. They're similar. You know. <laughs> you know, you're in water and you're mm-hmm. going around a thing. Same diff. Little Mermaid's not bad. <laughs> she's fun. She's, she's a good time. Yeah. She gets legs at the end. <laughs> Deal with that. Nothing like that happens in Pirates. No. Johnny Depp shows up. Yeah, and he's like in a chair at the end with a bunch of gold. With the gold. So. They changed something on that ride. Did you know that? Which would they change? You know the part where there's the woman being chased by the... Uh, she's chasing a pirate oh. with a broom? Oh, yeah. It, that was a story was that the first house was a pirate chasing the woman. The woman, but they thought it made it look... Raping. Yeah. Which it was. It's, it's blank and pillage. Huh. I had, we uh, saw the pillaging. I had... Um, I feel like I'd heard that somewhere. Yeah, they changed it. Mm-hmm. But I go and I'm like, that used to be. <laughs> used to be. <laughs> Just proud with that. Yeah, 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 I'm happy. Grounded everybody. Things used to be better in the old days. <laughs> it was like a casual, uh, you know, violent uh, crime uh, joke in Disney World, Disneyland. <laughs> anyway, so keep going. Um, so we hung out a bit, and then on the on the last day that he was visiting, are you both? You, mo- I'm sorry, I have no, more no. questions about yeah. Disney. I love I Disney. So many more. I could talk about Disney for days, and I do not work for the network, so Nickelodeon probably hates me. But whatever. You do not work for the network. I work. I work for Nickelodeon, another they're the rival kids network. So I'm not oh, technically. I thought you were to, like advertised. Uh huh. But, but I mean, there's no Nickelodeon land. No, exactly. And if there were, I would be going there. So of course, just happy. to say, I don't know as much as you could and get done with slime. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you say? Mm-hmm. Or water? Mm-hmm. Do they still do the water one? They do not do water. Because people are talking about water so much more than when they made that game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Back then, there wasn't like the whole bottled water discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like you said, water like very was- rarely. <laughs> <laughs> water came up very, very rarely back in the you can't do that on television days. So, uh, okay, right, Nickelodeon. Uh, oh, I want to talk about it. So you're walking around. Yes. And uh, just the spectacle of such a tiny person with such a huge person, already you're going to be getting some looks. Are yeah. you getting bothered? Well, yes. And then to add a little, uh, a little more to the... Uh, whatever the situation, I actually I was say went the soup. The soup to yeah, add sure. a little paprika. I went with my friend uh, Nathan, choice. who was on, who was on a previous show that I worked on. So it was both of us, and then this tall guy. Yep. So it was just like they, it was sort of a frenzy, and it was it was definitely a bit uh, intense. Of course. But because now you're giving them context too. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. this is one of those things you're like not supposed to talk about. But if I walk around with Matt, the guy who does all our sketches together. It both uh, both more people put it together and yeah. be like, oh, you're those guys from that thing. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you go around alone, it's nothing, zero. Yeah, I've been to Disney recently, zero, yeah, zero times. Mm-hmm. But if I walk around in context, uh, yes. in a Batman outfit, <laughs> you're people, just people, asking for, yeah. yeah, exactly. Are you the guy? Uh-huh. No, I sure am. <laughs> I just turn around with an autograph book <laughs> that I sign and hand to them, and they didn't even want it. 
Uh, here's what a weird <laughs> narcissist I am, or whatever. I'm I'm leaving this juice place where I got the juice, and this guy goes uh, Seattle, and I go, was I in something about Seattle? <laughs> like I'm trying to place what I did. That, oh, I was okay. Like, I'm like, no, it must be a movie. I literally thought, does he think I was in Sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> then he goes, I go, no, uh, and then he goes, uh, De- oh Denver, and I'm like. Does he think I'm T.J. Miller? I'm, like <laughs> that I'm from Denver? This is literally what I thought. The process. And I'm like, no, no. And he goes, not a sports fan. And I'm like, oh, those are the those are the teams. Yeah. Those are the teams that are fighting each other mm-hmm. for our entertainment tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This will come out after the Super Bowl. So congratulations, Seahawks. Sorry. Congratulations, Broncos. I said Seahawks first, so. I wouldn't have couldn't have said either. I, I had to Google it because okay. I tweeted that and I had to better. Google who is in and it filled in the Illuminati. <laughs> and then I wrote the Super Bowl okay. this year because <laughs> I'm my mother. <laughs> All right. So you're you're getting – oh, so what I was saying is you have the context so you're probably – and there's a lot of people in the age group, right? Yes. There are a lot of people there. Uh, it's not sort of the place. Aren't kid fans sweet? Aren't they? they uh, there, I've never, I have never been heckled or anything, or, yeah. or really, you know, nobody's ever been negative. Sure, in person at least. That would be the strangest thing if, if yeah. like an eight-year-old came up to you and was like, "You suck." But they do it on Instagram all the time, so you know, go figure. Do you ever look at who they are? Of course you do. So yeah, of course. I'm not proud of that. No. Mm. Can I say this? Mm-hmm. Most people that flirt on Instagram, yeah, private profile. I'm going to say ten times out of ten, mm-hmm. some girl will be like. Hey, you're my dream, and I'll pro shot just to see yeah. what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Private. Uh-huh. Don't go flirting if mm-hmm. you don't want to have people looking at your photos. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. Little little tip for the, for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> this is a relationship advice show. So, but was it fun? Was he also getting spotted, or was it more of a Nickelodeon day? He was, but his, his the people who came up to him were very different. I found the people who came up to me and my friend Nathan, they're very like, let's do eight pictures and post nine things, and the people right. for him were like, Andre, and then they'd like keep walking. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it was a really interesting. Basketball players got it made. Yeah, it was like the point and like the you know wink of acknowledgement, and then just sort of the go on with your day. Like men. Yeah. The the man way. Yeah. It uh-huh. literally reminds me of like back in the day when like Roman like warriors would probably <laughs> walk around here to be like Sisypho. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to like embarrass yourself. He cut off a guy's head yesterday. <laughs> And this guy's like a, like probably an intimidating fella, you know, yeah. athletic, strong. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be like, can I get a photo? What are you going to climb a stepladder <laughs> or make him go down like my yeah. giant? You're not going to do that. Yeah. So I like that. I kind of wish I was a basketball man. No, yeah. not really. Mm. I'd ha- I'd rather have it our way. Yeah. So uh, talk about. Uh, I want to stay on Disney just a little bit more. Yeah. What else did you do? Haunted Manch. We did Haunted Manch. Great. We did right? it. I love that. It ride. holds up. Mm-hmm. It's never gonna not. I literally have been going on the Haunted Mantra. It's existed since before you were born. Mm-hmm. I know that's a weird gauge to use. Mm-hmm. But when you were in the ether, I mm-hmm. was on that ride. Mm-hmm. How weird is that? And there's always a short line. Um, yeah, because all the puss-puss kids <laughs> don't want to get scaled. Yeah. They're scaled. <laughs> and you get to walk right in. Yeah. And there's the belabored uh, Disneyland employee that's, like, doing the part where you're in the elevator. Oh, yeah. You know, he's probably being punished because mm-hmm. he has to do the, lo- like, mm, 12 years ago. Like, he does yeah. a little speech. Uh-huh. He never they likes it. They throw the voice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then you can tell when there's somebody who, like, just started because they're loving it. I they know. are into it. Disney. And you like their learn. Look, Nickelodeon's great, too. Mm-hmm. But Disney does a good job of oh, yeah. hiring people that seem to really love it. Yeah. I did a corporate show at Disney 
And, oh, God, I think I've told this story before, which is embarrassing. But it meant a lot. I pulled up uh, in my cab, and I was just there for one night. Yeah, yeah. I was doing, like, these corporate shows for corporations sometimes meet at Disney World. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be their entertainment. So I get out of, the, out of the cab, and the way they're trained to greet, which could go so badly, mm-hmm. was welcome home. They say welcome home to you, which you think is stupid. But when you're a comedian traveling around and you're coming into this glorious, like, kind yeah. of colonial style hotel, and they're like, welcome home, Mr. Holmes. And you're like, hey, thanks. Like, you're tearing <laughs> up a little bit. Like a stranger, it was a redheaded kid in a vest, made me be like, thanks a lot. <laughs> like, I, like, choked up and just went to my room and the Disney towels that are folded up like Mickey ears. It's just the best thing. <laughs> I'm I'm on board with Disney 100%. Me too. I have no problem with it. Me too. And I'm going to say for massage guy, mm-hmm. good non-threatening date choice. Yeah. His idea? That was my idea. So, thank you. Well done. I thought it might be, yeah. Uh it was fun. It was really fun. Um and that was one of our that was like because Disneyland is a full day kind of adventure that was toward the end after we had gone out on a couple other dates while he was here. And then the next day he was leaving. We went we to... We going every day? Are we taking a break in between? Uh, there were like... There were two... He was here for seven days. I want to say we didn't see each other like one or two days. Uh-huh. So it was quite, it was quite a There's bit. There some back-to-backs. Yeah. Um, quite Can a I lot. Can I ask about the smooching? Uh, yeah. When did... <laughs> When did the smooching happen? Uh, smooching happened after the first date. Because I was just like, I just want to get it over with. Yeah, right? Annie Hall style. Um, How'd that go? I'll, I'm going to tell you one. Yeah. One time there was a, a girl that I liked. And we had flirted over Twitter. Okay. Okay. And uh, we went out to, it was her birthday. So she did the same shit to me that you did, which is a good move. Come to my birthday party. Yeah. Great. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Bar, mm-hmm. went, fun time. Then the whole night you... Oh, we had been out one other time. Okay. So this was like the second time, I think. And then we were hanging out and we were like... Then you start doing this thing where you're like... You're spending more time together even though it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. And you're, their friends probably know mm-hmm. you're that weird Pete guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you, you, we cornered off at a table. Then you're drinking. You're buying her a drink even though it's her birthday. Everybody's buying her drinks. Mm-hmm. And then you're just kind of like... <laughs> and then you like want to leave together. Mm-hmm. I didn't... This, this one didn't really end up working because part of the reason was like it didn't have that organic feel necessarily. Okay. Because I remember we were both like... Are we gonna? Are we gonna kiss? I'm, I remember thinking like, are we gonna kiss? Like like a child. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've I've done this. I've kissed girls before. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of like I don't know it, how this is get- gonna go. I don't know because like when do you kiss at a birthday bar? Right, right. You can't kiss in the birthday mm-hmm. bar. So then my play play. Ugh, I just said play on yeah. ironically, but you know what I mean. I was like, I would like to kiss this person, so I'm gonna leave at the same time as her. Okay. But then we walked out, and now we're on the sidewalk. And then do you kiss on the sidewalk? No, I wouldn't. Right? You didn't, did you? Well. Oh, God. No. Okay. Wait. Okay. <laughs> there was her car. Okay. Uh, did a quick car judge. <laughs> Not like, was it fancy. Is she going above or is she going beyond? Oh, it wasn't even that. It wasn't like money at yeah. all. But you're like, what does your car say about you? I'm looking for stickers. Okay. I'm looking for things hung from the rear view. Okay. I'm looking for a general cleanliness. I like that. Uh, not oh, exterior. I, like I don't that. mind if you watch it. In Good. fact, you get points for sand in your car. Hit it. All right. I like it. <laughs> I am so proud of Katie, you have sand in your car. I'm so proud of the sand in my car. I'm Great. just like, yeah. There's earth in my car because me and Gaia are one. And then I do U-turns <laughs> all, all day. Uh, so I did a quick card judge. And um, and then she kind of, I was completely cool with it. Yeah. Kind of out of nowhere, I uh, went for it. 
And That's I, cool. I followed suit. And then in the middle of this kiss, uh, like a friend of hers came out again and she was like, oh yeah, good night, good to see you. And then like went back, went in. back and kissed again. Oh, and here, I'm sorry, this is not a great story, but I think it's I worth like it. telling. I'm interested. So we kissed, okay? Okay. Then we hung out like three nights, four nights maybe later. Yeah. This is what goes through the mind of a fella. I've kissed this broad. Okay. You know, I love the I it's a great, broad mm-hmm. lovingly. Yeah. You're on board. I've kissed this woman. And I go back. I've kissed this woman. And uh, now I'm thinking when I pick her up, because I was picking her up, uh, gentleman style, if I pull out a chair. Okay. Oh, God. It's on my yellow teeth. You do it good. It's on my yellow teeth. Butter yeah. dress. I can feel them yellowing. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just feel them. The voice, when done properly, will yellow your oh, teeth. Oh, God. Woo. So I go in. Now I'm going to ask you. So I go to her door. I park. And we're just, it was her idea, let's just watch a movie. That's usually code for let's make out. Right. So I go in. <laughs> Do you kiss when you greet? No. Did okay, you? No. Okay. But I didn't know. I'm glad you said no. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to have an answer. That's on weird. This. I think what? that soon. If but the last while, time like... you see them. Yeah. See, here's what's going through my mind. Okay. And I'm driving to her place and I'm just kind of like, okay, don't kiss. Great. Mm-hmm. The kiss is coming later. Mm-hmm. Let's all be relaxed. And now, knowing your vote, I have a slight bias towards that. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But I'm also thinking, isn't it? This sounds like such a, like a, like a dork, like a dork thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to share a dork thought All that right. I had, which was, isn't it romantic or good, let's just say good, to be like, last time I saw you, I kissed you, I can't wait, ugh, I can't wait to kiss you again. Like the first time, right when I see you, I'm going to kiss you. Ugh, 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 <laughs> I'm grossing myself out. You're going to say no. No, I, yeah, I mean, if you like the, uh, yeah, if somebody. No, I'm with you. You think it's weird? I'm I'm agreeing with you. Okay. And that is what happened. Okay. But I remember it. it, it I don't think I had ever because you know my first girlfriend after my ex wife was in Manhattan. Very different. Okay. There's less picking up. There's more meeting. Yeah. Just an independent city. Yeah. It's like why would I pick you up and ride the subway together? It's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll meet you at this place. Now I, this was like one of the first traditional like I will pick you up and we will go to a date and yeah. I will drop you off. So I was dealing with a lot of like what is the etiquette? When do you kiss? When do you like say good night? Well, that was a good time. And, uh, <laughs> like you, it's like your vine if life was a musical. Thank you so much. And then kiss her. Mm, that was surprisingly wet. And then you get in your car and drive away. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm plugging your vine. You have plenty of vine followers. I'm actually going to plug that people, you know, take it easy. <laughs> it's getting it's getting up there. It's like a lot, it's like one point. Uh, I think it's one point eight million people. I know it's so sad. I knew, but I didn't want to say that I knew because I didn't want. Jeanette, I've done that. Oh my god! Ask me how many Twitter followers. How I have. many Twitter followers do you have? I don't. I don't know. I don't how many know. Do you it's have? like a hundred something. Okay, hundred like four, a hundred and four thousand. Well, this is, am I still doing the bit? Because that You're is what going. I will say. Yeah. Oh, I want to keep doing that. I don't know. It's you know, it's not. Okay, I, don't, it like I don't really think maybe... of it. It's it's. I I don't really. I haven't checked in a while. It's like a hundred. It's a hundred something. It's like a hundred something. I think it's like five hundred something. Me? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Well, I mean, if it is, I'm happy. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't think it. I think it's lower than that. Okay. It's hundred and sixty something. Uh, oh, okay. That now I'm being real. <laughs> now now I'm being real because yeah, you you, you check every once in a while. Yeah. Well, you get emails. You get emails yeah. that tell you how many followers mm-hmm. you have. You don't have to open them, but I do. Mm-hmm. And then I reply to them, thank you so much. Or if you could. If you could. 
Thank you for the update. I love your service. I can't believe it's free. (laughs) Thanks for keeping ads at a minimum. Uh, What were you going to say? I was going to say, even if you go to to post something, you're going to see the amount. You know what I mean? It's like you're always confronted with it. That's absolutely right. I have gotten a little bit better about obsessing on how things are doing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And I feel like they have... uh, They've made it less specific, which helps, because they give the generic, like, they round it every 100,000, so you can't really... Really? Yeah, it's like... Oh, once you crack a million. Uh, yes, they just do, like, yeah. whatever, so they don't have specifics. You only get an update once you crack 100,000. Mm-hmm. That's when you'll see a tick. And it goes, boop, yeah. Yeah, you gotta wait a while. Sorry. Me? I'm in a game of centimeters. <laughs> I get 15, I'm like, all right, no big deal. You gotta get 100,000. All right, so here's the kiss story. Yeah. But then I go in her place, and we're sitting on her, on her couch, and it was so fucking interesting. I guess I'm just, like, a touchy person. Mm-hmm. Like, it wouldn't creep me out if a girl that I had only gone out with twice and that I had kissed wanted to, like, sit really close to me while we were watching That would not weird you out? I'm going to okay. say no. I would be worried about doing that. I would think... Well, maybe I'm helping the ladies. Yeah. Ladies, mm-hmm. ladies, fellas, don't kiss at the door. <laughs> I don't know why I got kind of hip-hop there. Fellas, don't or ladies, don't worry about it. If they are, you know, soft and large men with podcasts and talk shows, go ahead and sit next to them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you wouldn't do that? No. Because it would be a little bit... Because I would, I would feel like I was being presumptuous. You invited the fella to your home to watch oh, a movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, if she did that, then that's kind of, yeah, that's... The could time go for either way. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, yeah, the time for smooching. So it's an L couch. Mm-hmm. I sat in a very, I thought I picked a real Great position. S- the Switzerland of the couch. Okay. Real <laughs> neutral. Mm-hmm. She could go close, she could go far. Her call? And she went kind of far. And it's weird because I, I, I didn't read into it, but I remember being like, there's no, I was a somersault away. Mm-hmm. A somersault? Yeah. That is not a good time at the movies. God, what, well, yeah. And I remember it got real awkward. I don't even think we kissed that night. Did think, it end? Yeah, I think... Wait. I'm trying to remember. I feel callous. It was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm not like, you know, the usual. <laughs> Made it happen. Uh, I think... I think maybe we did eventually kiss, but the, I remember uh, being like, oh, it was this weird realization where I was like, I feel awkward and she doesn't feel awkward and it's something I call awkward lonely where you're like, I just made that up, where you, you'd feel less lonely if at least they felt awkward in yes. the same way. Yes, where You're like, I don't think they're picking up on how uncomfortable I am and that can be an isolating feeling. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's mm-hmm. my kiss story. And I only told that story to manipulate you to tell you your kiss story. Oh, my kiss story uh, <laughs> with Andre, my first kiss with him was Andre. after we had gone laser tagging. We all, me and some of my friends went back to my house, and they and he was having a car service pick him up, as he would. And they, so they all kind of Uber's were like... Uber's car service. Car service, like his driver that was there for the week. Shut his name was Alfred. Yeah, it's true. No. It was. It was a lot. Um, this guy is the coolest. So all of my friends, like, left, and then uh, his, his, he was like, my car's outside. And I was like, oh, okay, and, like, trying to look, like, ready to be kissed. So then he came over, and he was like, hey, it's... Like, been really a fun time or whatever, and can't wait to see you tomorrow, because we'd already made plans to see each other the next day. Mm-hmm. So I stood on a chair, but it's, like, it's called The Cuddler, and I got it from Z Gallery, and it's in my living room, and it, like... The Cuddler. The Cuddler. It's very, it's a very comfy, uh, sort of, like, squishy, round I'm picturing thing. a husband. You know those husband chairs? No. They're chairs that look like this. 
Okay. Like they have arms and you lean on them and read. It does not have arms. It's sort this of just got like a weird back and it's like a circular thing and it okay. like uh, it has a it goes around itself. Okay. Um, but it's also very wobbly. So I like stepped on it, but stepped far enough back that I wouldn't fall over. But that was just so I could be up to his height. Nice. And then I like, I don't know. I just sort of went for it, but my it was it wasn't great. You initiated. Yeah. Nice. But it just didn't go great. Like it wasn't Sp- sparks. Fireworks. No sparks, and just like you know, like the the mouths just didn't. The shapes weren't. Like, it's interesting right. that you say that because there is a mouth analysis yeah. going on. A too small mouth. Yeah. A too aggressive mouth is oh, really God. The, the worst thing. I hate it. I've had girls tell me uh, to take it easy. And really? I, I've always thought of myself as a more minimalist. Huh. I'm, but even what you think is minimal yeah. to a strange mouth might be like, what the fuck? What is it with yeah. this dog and pony it's show? <laughs> take it easy. Huh. You know what I mean? So yeah. the, kissing is actually a great way to start. All that yeah. uh, business. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it will give you a sense of kind of like, are we, is this going to, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're smooching. And while you're smooching, how in your own head are you? Are you thinking? Oh, completely. Oh, God. It's just, <laughs> forget about it. You're doing a, a voiceover. Yeah, and I was thinking like, okay, God, well, I got to see this guy for like the next couple of days. We've already made a lot of plans. I feel like if I out na- if I get out of it now, it's going to be weird. He's already posted on Twitter, so now everybody knows. So there's all these people. If I just like that's write this out for a little Wikipedia bit. That's why it's on Wikipedia and stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's so like, like a thing. There's this whole situ- this whole inner monologue going. And like, God, the it's, I mean, that's with most people, but. It's just terrible. Wish I could, yeah. you know, I mean, hop out of it. I understand it, it was heightened, but like still you're thinking, yes. as I would too, yeah. this mouth's kind of smaller than I thought. Mm-hmm. Or like she sure is, I, oh God, I, I just got like a twinge in my stomach where I was like, am I crazy? But like you'll think like, oh, that's one of her things. She sure is going back to that thing a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've never had a candid conversation oh. about kissing on this podcast. I love it. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's this like they have an A move, a B move, oh. a C move. And he's doing A, B, or she, for in my case, like, A, B, C, A, C, B, yeah, A, A, A. Just different combinations. See, it's ballet. No new moves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, so but, then I'll try and, like, shake it up a little bit or do some, like, you know, just, like, ch- I don't know, ch- do something different. Um, yeah, sure. And it, it, like, doesn't, it, I'm referring to a different person from, from Andre. Yeah, mix but, it up, mix like, it up. Oh, God. It's so difficult. <laughs> it's so difficult. Because then, like. Uh, it's just your, my mouth will start freaking out, and then my then I'll just get in my head about it again. And now what aren't what aren't you doing yes. is probably some good kissing on your own. Mm-hmm. Like you're probably in your head. Oh yeah, and then I wonder are they doing the same thing about me? Because then we should just call it quits right now if we're both thinking this about each other. I'll tell you something that's so interesting. Oh, this is a little too personal, hmm. but I find those reset moments. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that yeah. to be very good. Yeah. When you were talking about it socially, where you're like, I don't like you, you don't like me, let's just like be cool with that. Yeah. Like, I don't have a problem with you, but we don't have to like pretend. Yeah. I find uh, romantically, but specifically in physical moments, sure. uh, where if there is some sort of like, this isn't working, let's just take a second. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the biggest yeah. turn-ons for me. Mm-hmm. Not not just physically, like a, so, a, a soul turn-on. I'm mm-hmm. like, thank you. Yeah. Why is it? When you start making out, that the curtain pulls back and it's like, da da da, we present the show, make out show. And now everyone's playing this part of a person making out. I've seen a girl go from regular to her make out face. Something happens in her eyes. Yes! Right? Oh my God! Something happens in her eyes. Yes. It's like the part of make out, Julie, will be played by this (laughs) fucking drunk one or whatever. And like, so she'll change. Mm -hmm. 
and now there's like squirming and yeah. there's noises. Oh, I'm like, noises. that wasn't involuntary. Uh, we're sounding like a couple loons, but at least we're together. Oh my you know God. what I mean? No, I know it. Like, I'm just like, uh, and I know it because I do the involuntary noises. Of course sometimes. you do. Of course you do. And I'll tell you something <gasps> for every fellow like me who might be like, that noise seemed fake or whatever. Yeah. And I understand it doesn't all have to be like, I don't believe it. I'm not like critiquing it all the time. In fact, I've been doing a little bit better about being out of my head, and a lot of that has to do with work. Yeah. It's like I have less RAM to uh, scrutinize minutia. Yes. You know what I mean? So of I'm course. too tired. You're I'm processing too... more things the other day. So exactly. So I. But when I'm not working, when I'm in my off season, that's when you're going to get some real crazy mm-hmm. analysis going. Mm-hmm. But like. That some people that don't like an involuntary noise, and it's just as easy. It's just as big of a crapshoot. Maybe this other guy is waiting for where's the where's the noise? The noise, yeah. I I couldn't get into it. There mm-hmm. was no noise. Are you even enjoying yourself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't I, win. Or I hate it when they when like I'll, I'll sense that somebody else is doing something that's not that's not real or that's not. It's just like I can see you putting on like the face thing. I can see yeah. the face shift. Particularly with uh, the face shift. Oh god! Yeah. For me, I swear to God, last time I saw it, it was all eyes. It's How did they do it? Eyes. If they could it's do it on so command, eyes. they'd be an amazing actor or I, actress. I can if, do my, my eyes. I do this. I go. That's not bad. I do like the tilt. That's good. I squint my eyes a little bit. Yeah. Smizing. You know what I mean? Smizing. Trying to, like smacking. Uh yeah. <laughs> Wait no. I, I acted. Smacking. Smacking. Smile like, eyes you're, acting. You're the smackers, right? <laughs> well, you knew what I meant. Yeah, I get What it. I meant is a lot of acting, mm-hmm. a lot of good actors will be deliberate with their eyes. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's good. This one, she like, she, it almost looked, she looked like this an is, anime character. This is a different oh, one. well, that's okay. I'm that's mixing intense for sure. Yeah, it was weird. But then I wonder if, if, if I can, if or I feel like I can, I, maybe I can't at all, and maybe they're doing exactly what's natural to them, but if I feel like I'm detecting some sort of like... Affectedness. Yep. That that's a super turn off for me. But then I wonder, can can they tell if I'm doing the same thing? Because since I'm detecting it in them, I'm right. obviously not going to be comfortable doing my thing. Right. So I'll like be like, ah, oh, shit. Well, then I'll just fake this too. Right, right, right. But then like, what if they're thinking? It? And then why aren't they saying it? If if I right. Don't know. That's that's why. I'm sorry to bring this up again, but that's why, especially if you're if if you're having sex, is what I mean. If you're having sex, you're yeah. already having sex. Yeah. And you're like. Let's hold on a second. This is what will uh, – this is a little too personal. But it will always be like for me. They'll be like – I'll be like, let's just hold on a second. Mm-hmm. And then she'll be like, it's fine. And then that's all it takes. Just oh, like a little a- break of yeah. the routine. Mm-hmm. Let's stop only communicating in groans mm-hmm. and like fucking shifts. <laughs> Can I just remember that I'm me and you're you mm-hmm. just for a moment? And mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'm really hot. Like that will happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I run hot and I'll be like – I'm fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Like I need to turn oh, like on the air conditioning or something. Just that reset mm-hmm. where I remember I'm not fucking some guy from Orvieto. <laughs> I'm like a real dude. Mm-hmm. They're real dudes from Orvieto. But <laughs> and then and then I'll completely their understanding in that moment or they're they're showing their regular self in that moment. Yeah. That's why strippers aren't arousing to me because it's all just fake groans mm-hmm. and fake moves. Oh yeah. Did he ever FaceTime you from a strip club? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the other thing I was going to say about oh kissing. I want to see if, if you understand yeah. or if you uh, agree. Is that it's like a lot of good things in that arena, um, you know, just romance in general. And I don't just mean physical, but it's about listening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like when you get out of your head, if something shifts you, now you're not listening. Right. And then you're also getting the sense that they're not listening. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Sometimes I feel like, uh, this is just, I guess, probably a little 
egotistical, but sometimes I feel like I'm listening, but I don't like what I'm hearing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. I think, Jeanette, I think that's how most people feel. Yeah. I feel like most people listening to this are like, yeah, that's that's me too. Like, yeah. People are going at it. There are some people that are just garbage, garbage kissers. Just mm-hmm. so bad. Mm-hmm. Just the worst in the world. But they probably think it's the other person's fault too. Yeah. They're like, he wasn't biting me way too hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking loon. <laughs> there was a girl that bit me so hard that I was like, and she wasn't like, you're picturing her wrong. She wasn't like, <laughs> I'm assuming, wasn't like stilettos and tattoos and I'm like, like badass. Yeah, 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 like I'm going to hurt you. That, that would have been fine. Okay. It was like this fucking tiny little regular girl. Mm-hmm. And it like would be like, Arr! and I was like, <laughs> I think I laughed at one point because it was just, it was, it was intense. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was real intense. Oof. So you're kissing and you're like, I don't know if this is my favorite TV show. Um, you mean my... The, the kissing. Oh, yeah, yeah. This isn't this isn't the radio play for me. No, right. <laughs> this yes. isn't the book for me. I'm yes. just mixing the analogy. I got it. You did the get first it. one. I didn't. So then it helps. That's uh, the no. I, and then I did another one just to be like. <laughs> and I got that. <laughs> You'll catch on. I hope. Oh, help me. <laughs> That's another social moment. I hate when I when someone says something like, uh, "Oh, that book is is too uh, pedestrian," mm-hmm. and you're like, and then you just didn't hear them, and you're like, "What?" And then and like. like it's two people but are like they yeah, try they, and spell you, it out. That's right. Yeah. Oh, you God. know what I was gonna say? Like yeah. I'm not stupid. Them, and they thought you were stupid and they're like, it's just it's too yeah. on the surface. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. not deep. I know what pedestrian means. Yeah, exactly. Darren. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Darren. I almost said Derek, but I say Derek too much. So you're smooching and you're getting that weird feeling. This is one of the betrayals of life. I actually think it's kind of like it's it's almost like a small death. Uh, love br- not working mm-hmm. upsets us more than it ought to. Mm-hmm. If we were Vulcans, we would go, Who, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. It was not the match for me. Mm-hmm. And I will continue my search. Mm-hmm. I am young <laughs> and I am healthy. Who cares? And you got the yellow teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But there's something, it hurts more than that because it, I think it goes back to some sort of rejection uh, your parents loved you. Like when you were born, your parents loved you so unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And then we spend the rest of our lives looking, hopefully, some people have terrible parents, but yeah. hopefully you're looking for something that feels as good and safe and better. Yeah. Certainly different, but yeah. like similarly unconditional. Yeah. So even something as light as a bad kiss mix-up, mm-hmm. match-up. And obviously this fella isn't a bad kisser, it just didn't match up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that hurts more than it ought to. Yes. And I think I had also, to some degree, even though I felt like maybe we didn't have the, I didn't feel like it was necessarily going to be some long term. I didn't feel like, oh, this is magic when we were texting or FaceTiming. I thought like, oh, this is this is cool and this is fun and he seems really like me and I'm really excited about that and I really like him. Yeah. So I I think I had some some hopes that like, oh, this is, this might work. And yeah. then that was just like, oh god. Well, you you have now we have two versions too. We have real. Yeah. This is kind of like five hundred days of summer. You have reality. Yeah. And then you also have fantasy. Uh-huh. And the more uh, those days in between are very important. Yeah. Is that's when you're kind of imagining what would it be like if old Nike gifting suite were my boyfriend. Not that you're only interested in superficial mm-hmm. things, but that's a fun thing. Yeah. It's like a fun thing that somebody might have access to that you might enjoy. Mm-hmm. Or games or, or meet new interesting people or all this sort of stuff. So you're having this time where you're kind of – it's not just girls and their trapper keepers. Mm-hmm. Boys are also doing that mm-hmm. where I'm kind of like, oh, what would it be like with this and this and this and yeah, this and this? Yeah, of course. Like if you did like an artist you're like oh maybe she'll she'll paint me at mm-hmm. some point yeah. <laughs> you're just uh-huh. like get excited Titan and get ahead of yourself Titanic moment yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wearing the same necklace yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great. Um, but so you have that, those fermenting times that don't really have much to do with reality. Yeah. And then now you're, you're actually creating falsities that will be negated, meaning you're filling in blanks and being like, right. he's probably compassionate mm-hmm. towards children's soldiers. I read your Wikipedia page. <laughs> like you want to stop children's soldiers. Okay. So you're assuming he probably cares about that too. Right, right. And then you find out he doesn't. Mm-hmm. When it was really kind of silly to think that he would care about that mm-hmm. anyway or, or anything. Mm-hmm. Most people don't want children's soldiers. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Deal with that. Uh, so anyway, so it hurt. Okay, so you're smooching. And, so we're smooching. But he, he, sorry. Yeah, no. I just want to put you back on track is that you – I this is what I love about the vulnerability of the story is you're making out and you're realizing it's not quite right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're going back to the flashbacks of the FaceTimes and the calls and the texts. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, Right. Unfortunately, that side is winning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel quite right. Mm-hmm. And just to be clear, obviously, not a bad person, just not the right person. Right. So then, but you know you still have plans. Yeah. That's such a fucking... It's like it is. realizing you want to break up with someone and you look at the calendar and it's February 13th. Ugh. And you're like, well, I can't do it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. we got to go to like a big French dinner. Mm-hmm. But you know mm-hmm. that you have a loaded gun in your drawers. Yeah. Yeah, so completely. So you knew you had a couple plans, and you decided to keep them. Yeah, I decided to keep them, and I thought, you know what? I feel like there's. It's not like we've been. It's not like we're in some relationship, or there's anything serious to this. So I think it should be all right if I didn't. I didn't think. I thought if I said something right, like the next day, or something, like, hey, this is this is weird. Let's just like pull the put the brakes on this. I thought it might be hurtful, and he had made this big trip, and yeah. he, I mean, he he did have work things to to do out here. Oh, but um, you were the most. But I, I was sort of the, the reason why he was coming. Did Alfred at, fly him? <laughs> Here we go. It means less um, if he just got an Alfred's yeah, flying that's, car. Mm-hmm, that would be a little a little disappointing. Yeah. Um, he did book the flight himself. He sent me the itinerary. So that, uh, that felt nice. But um, <laughs> That is so show busy. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> it's uh, not that he brought you blueberries from his own or, like uh, orchard. <laughs> orchard. Bushels. Mm. Bush orchard? Yeah. Bush Bushard. Orchard, yeah. Or Burchard. Yeah. <laughs> he brought you like blueberries. That would be like a normal uh-huh. relationship. He booked the he flights booked his himself. Own flight, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. it meant a lot. No, I understand. Um No, but I don't know. So then I, I followed through with all the plans and, and we we did actually like a lot more smooching during the trip. Uh huh, of course. Um Well next time he saw you did he go right for the smooch. He did not. See? No. I guess people not. know this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like that we have, you know, infield evidence that that's not the right play. You know, it's a little... Uh, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's just like you have to war- warm up to it again. You're also you that... Know? Yeah, of course. That's yeah. red wine. That's mm-hmm. He's so tall. Yeah. You see him coming a mile away. You mm-hmm. could, when he's halfway down, you could be like, nope. He'd be like, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you have a long, you have a long period. I've got a lengthy amount. Before, yeah. Like a you run could it. write yeah. him a note. <laughs> I don't feel like kissing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Signed. Hold it up. Uh-huh. You could get a notary <laughs> and hand it up to him and be like, it's not happening right now. It'd still be one third of the way. Mm-hmm. Tall gentleman. <laughs> Short woman. All right. So there were more smooching. More smooching. Did the smooching get better? Did you start figuring it out a little bit more? Um, I would. I guess maybe a little, I mm-hmm. would say. But I, I, I don't know what was going through my head the whole time and... He, like I said, he was great. So yeah. I just, I wish I could have just said something because I feel like it, you know, it was just wasting time. I know exactly. But you, know? you see, at least you were, we were gearing up to you actually saying something. Yes. Which is dealing with it almost in real time. Yeah. You know what I mean? People aren't good at hurting people. Yeah. Or people aren't good at giving bad news. And people aren't good at ending fun week-long things with Disneyland. Yeah. And even, uh, you know, it's like pizza. Even bad smooching is decent. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's still a decent time. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to do that. So I, you did something. What I have done in the past is I'll write it out. I'll never do this again for months and months after I know that's okay. completely wrong. Well, yeah. Uh, so at least you didn't do that. Yeah. I feel like with the the time that it had been happening, it could be similarly uh, ra rationed out. I don't know. Yeah. That's not the word. But ra like, rationalized. Ra rationalized. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. That's not – I don't know what it is. Anyway, I feel like – yeah. If I'm in a relationship for a long time, like a, a year and a half with somebody or something, then it's going to take a couple months. But yep. if, I, if I've been talking to a person for two weeks – Oh, I see what you're saying. saying. It's rationed out is right, I think. Is actually. it? Okay, great. It could have I'll been it rationed it. out is that like – I, I think I, I like to think that I, I think right. I understood what you were saying. Great. Um, so then the final the final date that we went on was at the Grove. Oh, and you guys are doing all went, the L.A. things. Yeah, it was a little L.A. But he went to, he went to uh, the store and I was like sitting there having lunch by myself because he said he had to go get something. Yeah. And he came back and gave me like a really fancy necklace and like got down on his knees and asked me to be his girlfriend. And it was just really uncomfortable – and oh, no. I just like so I just kind of started laughing because that was sort of my 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 reaction. Um, Your go to because you felt uncomfortable because I was just uncomfortable. Yeah, sure. So it was just like an, it wasn't like I was laughing in his face. No, it was no, just like no, an no, uncomfortable no. zero. Laugh. We're, we've come this far. No oh. part of me was like you would laugh. Yeah, you just you just didn't know what to do. Yeah, and then that was just like see that's weeks. very that's very sweet. That I I relate to what he's doing, but I I more so relate to the feeling of like uh oh yeah I kind of didn't think this was right yeah. And then, and then I, I guess I wasn't sure how, how he had gotten there because even though we, I don't know, it just didn't feel like. Because to you, yeah. Well, you have to keep in mind that you're both very young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's living That's the true. life of like you know a yeah. Kobe aged man, but you know he's not quite Kobe aged, and you're also quite young. Yeah. Um. So here we are both kind of figuring it out. It's completely yeah. reasonable. He was the he, since I've been. Uh, an, an adult, he is the youngest uh, person that I've dated, so I feel like I was used to more the traditional, like taking a certain amount of time. I didn't, yeah. I wasn't used to like the rushing into it. That I feel he's like new in the NBA did. too. He is right. See, this is what I'm going to say in his defense: is like when things are not in his defense, but you see what I'm saying. Yeah. When things are swelling and and you really are what we we're saying, Pete at his best. When things are like really coming together. Yeah. Like why? Like. Let's let's go. It's, yeah. it's like a romantic time. It's yeah. like why are we dallying? Let's yeah. go. Let's yeah. be my be my girlfriend. Makes perfect sense mm -hmm. at a time like that mm -hmm. when like a more traditional and admittedly less romantic relationship. Yeah. that's not a that's not a movie. Yes, yes, because you're like you're just kind of not in this hurricane mm -hmm. of wonder. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're mm -hmm. you're Steve, and <laughs> we go to Steve, <laughs> and you're doing all right. It's not the best month of the year, but you're doing okay. Yeah. And you're going on these dates, and they're going okay, and mm -hmm. you take it slow. But he probably also felt pressure because he was about to leave again. Yeah, I feel like there a lot of it came from that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I feel like that's probably what's, what made that conversation happen. If he, yeah. if he like, lived in L.A., I don't know that would have been that quick. No way. Mm -hmm. He'd take his time. Mm -hmm. But here, uh, so it's so awkward, but, I mean, let's stay on it. He's on his knees. There's a little bit of – there's an awkward giggle. Yeah. And then what do you say? I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, I said yes. <laughs> I mean, that's what's terrible. You're basically on the jumbo cam at that point. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the jumbo cam. Yeah, it felt like I was. on It's the, the jumbo. kiss cam. Yeah, it was. It was that moment. Did people look? Pete, uh, 
I don't. It wasn't too crowded. So, but like the people that were in the general vicinity were looking. Yeah. Um. It was a little. Yeah. It, and I think they thought like, oh, it's very sweet. There was a woman at a table near near to us, and she just um, started crying. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, home. <laughs> welcome home. Did you say? Yeah. <laughs> the redhead in the vest just said welcome home. It had nothing to do with her. Uh, you. Um. So it wasn't like it wasn't like the pressure was on. Yeah. No. It wasn't. It was not that. Um. But of course you say yes. Yeah, I write like I I felt like no, like I didn't want to do that thing. Yeah. But then um I I was having some some family uh some personal things and sort of wiggled out of it through that and honestly that was something that I should have been dealing with anyway. So I was like, "Hey, I got to deal with my family stuff." So Yeah. Uh and that was like a couple days after he left and got home. That was a couple days after he, he left. So he left he left that day and then a couple days afterward was when I had the conversation with him that I where I said, oh, "Hey, yeah. I got to deal with some things." I'm going to say I, I, it's hard to do – like breaking up yeah. uh, is like an intimate thing to do. It's, yeah. it's a weird thing because it almost advances the relationship while it's ending the relationship. Yeah, yes, yes. You know what I mean? Because then there's like an honest moment. Yeah. You, have, you share that together. Everyone's you, speaking their truth. Yeah, and you see how the other person reacts. And then if they react well, you're like, okay. Yeah. Well, it's almost like that's if you really want to heap some coals on their head, uh, you just take it real well and be cool about yeah. it. And they're like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. But it, you're doing them a favor if you freak out or call them an asshole or something. Like, yeah. you're doing them a favor because they're like, that person was crazy. Mm-hmm. But so, but it's weird. So here's a, only a week. Mm-hmm. I think that that should be done. I'm going to say should be done on mm-hmm. the phone at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's better. I, th- I I see the rationale of like let's do this face yeah. FaceTime. Uh, you know, the breakup. Yeah, phone call. No FaceTime. Is that a red flag? Had you ever spoken on the phone before? We had spoken on the phone. The phone it went texts, phone calls, FaceTimes. Oh, you had phone. So call. this was yeah. So the phone call was like the oh. Intro. Yeah. It degraded. But yeah, so we did do the backtrack because since we started FaceTiming, we did not really do just the phone calls. See that. I'm so mm-hmm. fascinated with. Uh, I've been talking about we were writing a monologue about this at the TV show. Is that yeah. Uh, this, and we talked about it on – I've talked about it on this podcast, but it also became kind of uh, a bit of a meme or whatever because of this uh, – the Crab Feast podcast yeah. um, where I talk about you have to make plans to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's hurt mm-hmm. Linda, iPhone, all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all day. And also the other thing is is that you, you call them. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. And for me, if you're doing it in person, you're making plans for the daytime, like mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But it's not a brunch mm-hmm. with your friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are all like, see, because my wife left me, I'm so aware of those like, oh, wait, are you about to break up with me kind of things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually been broken up with. That, that sounds like a brag. That's, I don't think that's a brag at all. Uh, it just so happens that of the four or five relationships I've had, mm-hmm. I've been the one pulling the trigger. Yeah. But uh, that first one was, looking back, was so obvious. Yeah. My, my ex-wife was like really, hmm. to her, she was probably like, why isn't he guessing? Kind of like you were saying. Yeah. Why isn't he seeing that this isn't huh. working yeah. on a much different level? Sure. My ex-wife was probably like, why, why is he still want to even be in this? Mm-hmm. Well, it's the only thing I'd ever been in. So I don't so, know. So, yeah. I'll just be here. Mm-hmm. I, I'll do some comedy. That makes me feel good. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's hard. Took it well? He took it well? Yeah. He was very, yeah, very, I'm sure. very kind about it. And we still like talk occasionally. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's been peaceful. Why not? Yeah. It was a week of smooching and fun. Mm-hmm. There's no regrets. No. <laughs> Just because a relate. This is uh, one of my dear, dear friends says this to me, who I, who I love very much. She says, 
just because a relationship doesn't work doesn't mean it was a failure. No. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. That's great. It's true. Mm-hmm. It just didn't – it didn't even didn't work. It, yeah. It was – it's one of those things. Yeah. It's, again, putting it in that archetype. It's like, did it work? Did mm-hmm. it not work? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like – if all these buildings and ads and entertainment were gone, we'd just be standing around on grass with other people, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like watching things in streams and stuff. And there <laughs> wouldn't be like, did it work? Yeah. Is he going to commit? Yeah. Is yes. he going to do the right thing? Yes. Are you going to go steady? All this <laughs> fucking shit. Because it started with the pulling out the chairs and the yellow yeah. teeth. And before we knew it, we're signing contracts mm-hmm. and, and making mm-hmm. things official. And now you're even really taking it into the end zone, putting it on, and I'm not criticizing, putting it yeah. on. On the Twitter and putting mm-hmm. it on the Instagram and it's mm-hmm. on your Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, the way that I had never, I had sort of made, not, uh, I mean, I had made fun, I'm going to be honest. I had made fun of uh, people who had done that in the past. Like, oh, sure. they're, it seems like they're exploring the relationship. It seems really falsified and it seemed like I will never do that. I like, I'm private and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. So then when this came around, it was weird because I was just like all for it. Yeah. I don't know. I've done that. It was switch. weird. I've done that 180. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, I dated a comedian and we both enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But this is back in the like 5,000 Twitter follower days. Mm-hmm. I don't gauge by years. I go by Twitter mm-hmm. followers. <laughs> but it was like a long, long time ago. And it was sweet to kind of tweet things. And yeah. then when, when we broke up, Kumail actually predicted it. Because my tweets were getting more, uh, l- they were less sweet stuff mm. and more snarky stuff. Hmm. I don't like being that passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be more direct. But this mm-hmm. was a long time ago. Sure. True that. Well, thanks for sharing that story. Yeah. I liked it. Cool. I'm glad. Let's talk about this. Yeah. You're an actress in L.A. Yes. Which is crazy. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I just mean, I feel like, have you ever watched the, uh, uh, the Hollywood Complex? Uh, it's been 90 no. minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, people throw fast friends around. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched The Hollywood uh, Complex? So, is that the one about the Oakwood? Yeah. People? Yes, I have. Did you stay in the Oakwood? I did for a little bit. You did? I did. But like, even when Dish. I... Dish! <laughs> <laughs> Tell people what the Oakwood is. And uh, then even, the, even when you knew what? Uh, even when I knew... That Oakwood sort of had the stigma and this idea of like, oh, God, everybody flocks to it at pilot season when they're like these little kids and with their crazy stage moms. I still went because for some reason I just – I'm from Orange County. I'm from Garden Grove. And I just thought like – my mom was sick and like I I had to go to work and she couldn't drive me. So I needed to be close to work and Mm -hmm. I had to have a PA pick me up because I didn't have a license yet even though I should have because I was 17. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Um, (laughs) That wasn't a word. That was a – No, oh, well. Oh, well. It's a bank, I think. (laughs) It's a WAMU joke. <laughs> Washington Mutual. They I know, are our I hated sponsor. WAMU. Oh, no, no, they're not our sponsor. Wamu. Fuck WAMU. <laughs> Fuck all the banks and the way they lie about money and control the world. So annoying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, even though I knew that this place was like, had this idea behind it of it being whatever and annoying and shit, I still thought, okay, I'm just going to go to Oakwood because that's the place that I know of and there won't, you know, it'll be easy to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stayed at Oakwood for like a year with my mom. These are furnished apartments. Yes. I recommend that movie, but I like uncomfortable documentaries. Yeah. So if you don't like those, don't watch that movie. Yeah. I've seen it seven, not seven times. I've seen it probably three times though. Yeah. What's her name? Presley Cash. Oh God. Presley what Cash. What a name. P Cash. Name for the biz. Well, she changes her name. That's a bit of a spoiler. It's, it fo- it follows a bunch of different girls. Yeah. 
And some of them are the only word is tenacious, like mm-hmm. they're after it. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm bringing it up is, and I'm not joking when I say you're an actress in LA, and that's like that's crazy. Yeah, is that you know, this is one of the few towns that really delivered on that idea that like you know New York. There, I guess there are people there trying to be stockbrokers, but you don't see the cast of Wolf of Wall Street walking yeah. around on their cell. It's not that cliche. Mm-hmm. But you do see endless. Seemingly uh, endless busfuls of people coming here, yeah, and hoping for those things, yeah, and hoping for even like little jobs or hoping, hoping even to just kind of see somebody famous or something. And yeah, it, it really, you know, it's not very human. It can take you out of your spirit a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. That's what I think makes these things compelling. Is like I was the fat kid, with, you know, doughy with my camcorder making movies and wanting to be in movies and like if my parents wanted to be like let's go to the Oakwood of course I would have yeah I would have been like are you kidding we got to do this and I also can't criticize it too much because here we are here we both are yeah pursuing it exactly but you went there mm-hmm. for a year I went there for a year was it bad or was it okay um it was bad I felt like there were <laughs> there were a lot of kids there uh that were just I mean it, it was a lot like the documentary I just felt like everybody was really hungry and uh and and like sort of i would feel just because i was on a you know show be it just a kids one like people would be either mad at me because of that or like want to talk to me because of it so either way my i didn't feel like any friends that i made there were necessarily real and i didn't feel like the enemies that i made there were warranted you were already on the show i was already on the show yeah and when you were oh because you had to be in la that's why you said you had to get a pa production Mm -hmm. assistant i'm filling oh yes production assistant i know what a pa is uh but actually it threw me because i was like oh she had an assistant i thought personal assistant no so you had a production assistant from the show and you were on the show and i was on the show weren't you an oakwood celebrity <laughs> I mean, weren't people like trying to get? From what I could tell from that show, if you were on a show, yeah, if you had a callback, again, they I'm not were, putting anybody down. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you had a callback, it was like it seemed like it was news around the wood. Yeah, it's pretty much Oakwood is like the the place where everybody goes to like start start like to get anything. So mm-hmm. I don't think mo- many people there hadn't really hadn't done uh, hadn't done much. So I like if I would yeah, go to you're, the pool, you're, you're not being cocky. That's what I have heard, and right. not not just the movie. That's that's where you go to start. Yeah, exactly. It's right. not like yeah, it's not ta- just being down yeah. to any of yeah, them. Yeah, no, no, what no. It is. But uh, I would like go to the pool, and kids would ask me to like help them with their lines and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I would just try to explain that I didn't feel like I was I didn't feel like I was the person. You know what I mean? Yeah, if I'm sure. just on doing what I'm doing, I don't feel like I have any right to tell you how to do your thing. Yeah. No, that is, that, that's a weird boundary to have yeah. to set up. Like some eight-year-old in the pool yeah. wants to run some audition yeah. by you. Uh-huh. Oh, God, now I'm just thinking about the movie. There's the one girl that's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> There's this one girl that like, English is clearly her second language and she doesn't really understand the copy and stuff. Yeah. And like, I remember just being like, oh, yes, yes, yes. They're the mm-hmm, parents that mm-hmm. get into Scientology mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they really, yes. it's like a real, just watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll just dish about the movie. But I remember she's reading a right. Corn Pops mm-hmm. copy and like, not only does she not get it, but no one gets it. No. You know, you're looking at like some first generation, they just moved here yeah. uh, and they don't understand. What it, what's going on yeah. so you're just like watching a child 
kind of in a situation she shouldn't be in. Like, you want to save her, of course. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. Didn't the parents want to start Scientology because somebody... Because it would they help like them some, in show business. Is that what it was? Oh, I'm sorry. What were you no, say? I was going to say, I thought it was because there was, like, some celebrity... Like, I mean, obviously, there are a lot of celebrities that are sure. Scientologists, but I thought it was... There was somebody that she thought her daughter would, like, work with. I don't remember, but... Um, I think it's alluded to, mm-hmm. and I... Th- I, it was my understanding that it was like a career thing. It's a like career if, if move. If we do this, this is smart. We're doing something just like a diet or a clothing or anything hmm. or a clothing. A clothing. I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, if we do Scientology, we'll be that much closer to being like to, a celebrity. Hmm. That's how. But that's how bad they celebrity want complex. It. Yeah. So to just you know, I'm sure you've done this before, but let's do it in in a new way. Yeah. How did you get here? Um, I wanted to, the thing that made me most want to start acting was I saw The Phantom Menace when I was six years old. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I... Uh, oh, your Wikipedia is wrong. What did it say? It said you saw Han Solo act in episode four. Uh, it does say that. That is, um, I loved Han Solo. As a child, I watched a lot of Star Wars movies, but if I'm being told, I, no, it was completely Phantom Menace. Ah, but I feel nice. Like, yeah. Was it Darth Maul's performance? Uh, it was, no, it, it was... It was, uh, Natalie Portman. I wish. It oh. was Jake Lloyd, uh, the little boy who played Anakin Skywalker. Oh, Jake yeah, Lloyd. Him. He was like a couple years older than me and I had a crush on him. Um, oh, wow. Isn't it weird to think you had a crush on that toddler? Oh, it's creepy, <laughs> right? It's so weird. You were oh into him. Oh, my God. You're like, we could eat that paste together, yeah. <laughs> trim each other's bowl cuts, be, wonder how uh, bathrooms work together. <laughs> he wasn't that young. So you loved him in that movie. I loved him in that movie. That's a, I, I'm totally with you. You know? That role, that relaunching of the franchise yeah. was like, oh, my God, it he's exciting. in it. Yeah. Is it he working? Exciting. No, I don't think so. Um, did he leave the game? He, do, he, he does. Yeah, I don't think after that sort of exploded him to the level of fame that he got, I think he was just pretty much done. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kind of um, like Mark Hamill. Mark, well, Mark Hamill still works. Yeah, um, yeah, but like but voiceover think, stuff, right? Yeah, more voice. He was yeah. the Joker mm-hmm. on Batman mm-hmm. as a voiceover. Mm-hmm. Great Joker. Mm-hmm. Really good Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you fell in love with acting. Fell in love with acting. Your parents were cool with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I told my mom for a couple of years. I said that because she didn't. She was like, "Nah, that's a weird industry, and it does it messes with kids' brains, and that's you shouldn't do that. Right. You know, do something normal." Um, Arguably so, the correct response. To, yeah. To see if they're serious. It's almost like you want to get a puppy. Yeah. And you're like, well, you know, you got to walk the puppy and it's going to rid mm-hmm. you of your soul. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she uh, she was like, you should she signed me up for dance classes in the interim and tried to get me like to something else to stick, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, I guess I just oh, that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. She wanted to get something else to stick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good parenting. Yeah. All right. She's smart. Um and then uh, I guess I just harassed her enough, and then she got me. We I went to like a. Is there a dad? There is a dad. We got a dad. Uh, I do have a dad. Um, the only one I have left. But she. <laughs> I did know your mom passed. I'm yeah. Sorry oh, thanks. That. Um, yeah. Uh, but she would just start it. She signed me up with an agent after we like we looked at a magazine, some indus- like some backstage West, I think it was called. So this is like a really traditional. This is the you got on the bus. Mm-hmm. Because we don't at, have any connections. We didn't know anybody. Like, Yeah, that's not, looking back, that's not even what I thought. Yeah. But it is interesting to think this is another reason why the Oakwood fills up, is you yes. looked in a magazine, you got a – I don't mean to shit on your agent, but it could have been a yeah. CD agent. It could have been a weird, mm-hmm. in, endless request to get new headshots kind mm-hmm. of agent. 
But then you started going out. Yeah. On auditions. I started going out on auditions. How did you get the agent? That's um, what people want to know. I went to, I was, my first agent was called Coast to Coast. They're over in Burbank, I guess, and if they still are. Mm-hmm. And they were like a youth agency, and that's what I was obviously looking for, and um, it didn't have any, any um, acting experience. So I, did, I thought, oh, it's going to be hard to get signed. And I just had to do, I had to do like a couple of monologues. Oh, you that. read the monologue? Mm-hmm. I did that once. Did you really? Like in an office? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get it. It's really. It's. It's uncomfortable. It's definitely it's, uncomfortable. It's terrible. I mean, if we can speak to that a little yeah. bit, like one of the things I didn't realize was like, uh, take your time. Like I felt so awkward. Oh yeah. You need to realize that they do that all day. Yes. So just take your time and do it the way you'd like to do it. The best thing Johnny Pemberton said on this podcast, he said he was like, just tell them you want to do it again. Just mm-hmm. be like, I'm sorry, I blew it. Because yeah. when I get nervous, sometimes I get short of breath. And yeah, yeah. Suddenly I'm just like... <laughs> just and you like, don't know why it's coming out that yeah. way. Yeah. It's like stopping the kiss. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like being like, can we just... Mm-hmm. Then they'll love you for Let's it. Let's take a breather. So yeah. you did a couple monologues. Do you remember what they were? I don't. Uh, I Commercials? Did like, I did a commercial... Mo- I actually did a commercial monologue, and then I did a um, like a couple episodes of sitcom stuff, and then mm-hmm. I did... Um, How old are we? I was eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I did like a little scene from like CSI or something. You've been acting for like I can't do eight. Yeah, twenty one. I can't do it. I know it's a lot. I think it's thirteen. Twelve, years. Twelve, twelve, thirteen years. Yeah, I would be embarrassed, but I don't care. You know, whatever. Uh, I've been <laughs> acting for a long time. Yeah, wow, thirteen mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I mean, you're like around the ten thousand hour thing. I mean, you've passed. Right. It. Yeah, I've you thought about it. that from time to time. Yeah, Isn't that weird. That's a long time. You're going to have to take up, like, samurai sword carving. <laughs> in this next, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, take up calligraphy uh-huh. or go back to dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, do something. Or, or go back to your country music. Yeah. One of those things. So no, you start auditioning. That. How quickly did the... Do you get that? Do you get asked this a lot? Um, sometimes I get. I, I just, just don't like, want to bore you. No, no. You don't seem bored, but no. I don't want to bore you. No, I'm happy to be here. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm just curious about... How how long were you at it before you got the first Nickelodeon thing? Oh yeah, my first Nickel. I I did like just I guess your basic sort of episodes of weird uh, hour long stuff, and then I did like a couple Malcolm Middles and a couple more more I guess quote unquote drama than comedy, but it was yeah. all just small stuff. So you booked like a, your first job, big deal. Uh yeah, my first job was, was a Faith Hill music video. A what? A Faith Hill music video. Oh wow. Country singer, yeah. Ironically, uh, or yeah. Uh, no, you're right. Yeah, okay. coincidentally. Coincidentally, yeah. I'm not a stickler. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly feel like the word ironic means something different than when we forged it. Yeah. When we first forged it, it was like, uh, uh, isn't it crazy that I? Uh, I can't even think of a good. I, I'm too tired to think of a good irony. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is it's none of the things Alanis <laughs> Morissette said, which makes the song very ironic. Uh, yeah, it does. That's right. Mm-hmm, we did mm-hmm. it. Okay. We did it. All right. So <laughs> you booked there. your first Faith Hill music video. I got my first Faith Hill music video, and then I did um, just a bunch of like other small parts, and then I got a guest spot on a show called Zoe 101. Mm-hmm. That uh, it was a Nickelodeon show. I met the producer. That's a recurring thing. Um, I was. It was a one time. It was a guest uh-huh. star, and then under I, four. Uh, <laughs> Over four. Over four. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. Under mm-hmm. four means you get paid less. It doesn't really. I think so. I thought it was just like the way that they broke it that they told you. No, it's pay and it's a union thing. Under four means under four lines, Mm -hmm. but they can't be monologues. (laughs) You just have four lengthy monologues. (laughs) Sorry, under four. Then they break it up. Yeah, and edit it. (laughs) 
If someone else said, huh, in the middle of my monologue, I'd have five lines and mm-hmm. you'd owe me $200. Mm-hmm. Go on. Um, and the producer from that, uh, I met him there and then he like sort of, he remembered me a couple years later to do this show that I did called I Carly. Yeah. And then he remembered me for the spinoff show that I'm doing Were you now. Carly? I was not. I was Sam. Okay. Is mm-hmm. that annoying? No. Okay. Are you kidding? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I do feel bad, but I guess it's normal. I, you know, I'm I'm almost 35. I'm going to be 35 in March, and yeah. then uh, I don't watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> it might be a little weird if you. If yeah, you did. it would be weird if right? I did. I loved your vines. Thanks. Vine friends. Cool. Forever. Yeah, thanks. For do you want to talk about your mom? Did you talk about your mom on Nerdist? Um, I I did not talk about my mom, but I don't mind. I've talked about you know her. Yeah. Mm. Your mom passed. Yes. From uh, breast cancer. Yes. She struggled with for 13 years. Uh, yeah, she had it when I was when I was three. She had it until I was like five or six. Oh, so during the whole let's be an actress, let's be a dancer, your mom was living with it. Well, I mean, no, she was in remission. Remission. Yeah, she was in remission. But um, then, it, you know, I guess they say they sort of say like, oh, they've been battling it for a certain amount of time because they consider even if you're in remission, like it's going to come back at some point. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, terrible. But so then it came back again when I was. Uh, 18, and that's I was in. I was actually living in Nashville, working on country music then, which is mm-hmm. uh, its own thing. But I sort of I moved back to LA because she was dealing with that, and I wanted to sort of be close to her. But yeah, yeah. Sorry. Ah, thanks. I mean, what do you say? Yeah, I know. It's yeah. I guess I don't really have any follow-up questions. We sometimes people talk about people that uh, they lose on the show, and it's organic. And this just feels like I interviewed you about it. Yeah. So we don't really have to talk about. Yeah, it. I feel like I, I definitely feel like I give interviewee answers about it. Like I give. No, that's okay. Bits. Because why would you, you don't have to? It's hard. You know what I mean? It's who like wants a weird. To get into it. If it came up and we had some thing, and you want, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's just talk about God. <laughs> So much more comfortable. No, we don't have to talk about God. We can talk. We, you know, you know the show. We yeah. talk about whatever you think the meaning of life is, or what? Mm-hmm. What? What is this? What are we doing here? What is this? God. Right. Oof. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oof. Were you really raised religious? That's always a good place to start. You know, I was. I was raised. Uh, I was raised religiously. Um, Which one? I was raised Mormon. Mormon. Yeah, it gets you a look lot Mormon. of. Do I really? Yeah. Oh no. You're either like a, a Hitler youth or a Mormon. Oh, God. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> I just mean, you know, blonde and, uh, you know, yeah, that's a Mormon look. All right. Children of the corn, Mormons. I don't know if I'm going for the Mormon look. No, Mormons are lovely. Okay. I okay. mean, like, uh, you, people might have uh, problems with their theology, but yeah, like, yeah. nobody is like, look at those fucking Mormons. They're okay. all, like, chiseled and they're all, like, throwing orbs at each other. <laughs> <laughs> bench, bench pressing the temple. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. I'm, uh, I know quite a bit about Mormonism. Okay, cool. So your parents are still Mormon? Um, no, I mean, They're no. Jack Mormons? <laughs> yeah, it, we sort of, we went for a little bit when uh You when were we cash were Mormons? Yeah, yeah, no, like we... Not married in the temple? They were married in the temple. Okay, so they're Mormons. They were, they were married in the temple, but like, I don't, we they we stopped going like yeah. at a young age. My, my And it wasn't a big deal? It was not my, none of my brother. I have three older brothers. None of them went on missions or anything. And we all sort of. When I was very young, I didn't like what was being taught in the primary. Is what you go to when you're like youth uh, under twelve. It's I like guess. Sunday school. Mm-hmm, Sunday school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I what didn't primary. Yeah, they were talking about. Um, they were talking about what women's r- roles are. Sorry about the noise. There's a show downstairs. It <laughs> sounds fun. We should that join them. Salad bar. Is it Wednesday? I don't even know what day it that's is. That's a big line. Yeah, that's a huge, <laughs> huge ass line. 
Um, uh, okay. So, so I had been in, in a class, and they were talking about what the woman's role is in the household, and I didn't, I didn't agree with it. So I started sort of talking to the, I guess, arguing with the teacher. Be more appropriate. <laughs> Wait, you said you were twelve. Uh, I was like eight. Eight. Yeah. Arguing? Yeah. I don't Great. Know. Good for you. I was. I had my moment. You know, I could either. I was either like the kiss at, like the teacher's pet, or yeah. I was like the one that the teacher hated the most. Sure. It was going to be one of the two. Yeah. This particular teacher happened to not uh, really like me, and I was just like, I don't. I don't think that's right. Like, I don't. I think I want to work, and I don't think I want to be like cooking the pancakes for the kids on the weekends. Like, sure. that's not going to be me. I mean, I'll, I'm assuming I'll love kids if I have them someday, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. No, there's there's a real uh, the, in my understanding, of, and there's lots of different Mormons, and just like any religion, there's lots of different uh, I think interpretations of the theology. Yeah. In my experience, uh, there is a big slant towards the women. That that's where the polyamory thing came yes. from. Uh, poly poly not not amory pol- polygamy. polygamy. Yeah, mm-hmm. polygamy. Uh, polygamy comes from is is that the woman's job is to you know populate the spirit planet. Yeah. You know what I mean. So yeah. you're gonna be. This thing for the guy. Yeah. I think you both become deified, but there's an understanding yeah. that there's the God. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mormon man will one day be as God who created this world mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. which is like a very far out trippy idea. Yeah. And the women will be his spirit goddesses sort of thing mm-hmm. that populate their planet. Mm-hmm. Again, I've talked to Mormons that don't agree with that, so I'm not speaking for all Mormons. Sure. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, so, there, there are a lot of, it seems like, varying degrees of, like, what you believe yeah. within, I guess, the whole religion, but I just didn't, that that was the the last time I went. Mm. Um, I was just like... Eight. Yeah. I was Had sort it. of... I told my mom, I was like, hey, mom, I didn't like what she was saying. I don't like how, like, how everything was going. It made me really uncomfortable, and I really don't want to go back. Just like, okay. That's great. Yeah. What an amazing story. Mm-hmm. And she didn't go back either? Or you uh, just she slept did, in on Sundays? Back. Yeah, I would just not go. My brothers, two of my brothers, I don't think were going at that point. And then shortly after, my my brother, who's three years older than me, kind of stopped going. And That's so great. It would just little by little, it kind of, then I'm my just, parents stopped. And everything, I love it. Yeah. I mean, like, loss of faith is another type of loss, but it's also just kind of like the fact that your parents respected you as yes. an eight-year-old. Yes. Instead of being like... Well, we can't have you playing with fireworks in the alley or mm-hmm. whatever they think is going to happen to you morally. Yes, they weren't concerned, mm-hmm. and you got and you got out. Mm-hmm. And again, without judgment to our Latter Day Saint friends, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's an enveloping religion. Yeah, could you could have gotten into it pretty deep. Yes, I still have all. I have a lot of uh, you know friends from from back then, neighbors and things who who would go as well. And uh, I'll, nowadays, I'll see we're friends on Facebook or something, and I'll see their their sort of lives and it's just a very different yeah um, it's it's it can be all all consuming and i feel like it's, oh yeah it's definitely a commitment so. it's it's a huge commitment mm-hmm. and it's not just the mission the girls go on missions as well the girls can go on missions but they're not Required. as yeah like for for boys it's the, the missions that girls do in my understanding <laughs> not an expert obviously i made that clear i'm going to stop saying that <laughs> will be more homes. like yeah elder homes will be more local things like you do a mission in right. your area or in salt lake yeah. or something mm-hmm. or provo mm-hmm. i think is where the main temple is the girls that are going around there giving the torahs mm-hmm. i i actually i think i've told that story before i enjoy like talking to them and stuff it's interesting cuz you can see a little bit of a yearning to not be doing what they're yes, doing. Yes, yeah. Uh, but you can also see, like, a pretty sincere dedication in it as well. Yeah. Maybe it's for them. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, which, yeah, I think it's cool to be that dedicated to something, but I definitely don't have it. It's not a uh, merge with show business, Faith, I'll tell you no. that. You would no, be doing not. Mormon movies You'd be do- if, if you were yeah. doing movies at all. Yeah. 
A friend of mine uh, is in those Mormon movies. Oh, like, really? Is in those, uh, I want to say one's called Family Night. Like real, huh. real on the nose. Yeah. Real on the nose. Yeah. Massage table FaceTime stuff. Like real, <laughs> real picture a Mormon movie. That's what that's it is. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. So you got out of that. Yeah. And your mother, what it, what it, I think that's just such a great moment. Maybe for me, it's just yeah. stirring for me. I think that's such a great moment. I was lit- to see she you. literally had like made me potato soup when I got home. Like I remember it clear as a bell and just had the conversation and she was like, you don't got to go back. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. that's great. Mm hmm. And maybe she was secretly kind of being like, I don't know yeah. if I like what they're saying. You know what? I feel uh, this is, I don't want to, uh, it's hard to speak to religion without offending the people who are that religion. But um, I feel like maybe my family was, uh, because my mom had had cancer at such a young age for me and mm. my whole, all my brothers were young. My oldest brother at the time was 12. Uh, I feel like maybe there was something that some sort of connector that everybody was looking for and her situation was her cancer was pretty advanced it was stage four so i feel like she didn't think she was gonna like make it she was making home videos for us and stuff and Mm. i think she was looking to something where she thought some comfort where she thought well there is something that's gonna be here after i'm i'm gone and she was looking to teach us those same things so that we would i guess believe it and then with time, it just faded. It makes it makes perfect sense. The the appeal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, most religions, I don't think, rightly necessarily start with a, with a death sort of solution. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. And especially when you're dealing with that, I, I I've talked about this many times because obviously it was stirring to me. Is in that movie, The Invention of Lying, mm-hmm. where Ricky Gervais. Oh, you've yeah. seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. So he tells his mother. Yes. It's the first lie he tells. Mm-hmm. When you die, you go to heaven, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, breaks me up every time because mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what I would tell my own mother. Mm-hmm. I do, actually. Mm-hmm. I would tell her that. Mm-hmm. And and because I think there's a chance for something like that, potentially, mm-hmm. I'm going to go that way. Mm-hmm. Let's just lean that way. I don't necessarily think we're going to be walking on clouds and talking to our, our old relatives and yeah. stuff. What a disappointment if that's what heaven yeah. was. Just long-ass <laughs> days in a permanently white cloud and you're just like... Hopping. Yeah. Hey, Graham. Hop, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She said that shit last time I saw her. And why is she old and I'm young? Or you see your grandmother and she's gorgeous and mm. it's very confusing for mm-hmm. you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, where are we now? Um, I know uh, that's a personal question, but... No, yeah. I mean, I'm certainly not... To be honest, I'm not religious. I'm not spiritual. I'm just sort of like... You're just being you. Just being me. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Oh, don't ask that. No. <laughs> I'm a uh, Christ-leaning, spiritual-seeking person okay. who's open to all of it, including okay. atheism. Yeah. Uh, I'm always not doing my atheist friends right, but some of some of my uh, some of the good atheist comments, the, or at least the ones that I like on the podcast, will be like, "I don't listen to the show to hear my views represented." Whoever commented that, I appreciated that because <laughs> whenever I try and explain atheism, I'm just I just fuck it up. I just do sure. a bad job, even though I'm trying. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm. Aware that what I believe could, I think what I believe is a myth. Yeah. Uh, in the true story, in the true sense of it, meaning myths aren't inherently untrue. Mm-hmm. I think there are ways, like most art is, for us to understand the ununderstandable. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think the Christ story is. That's what I think the Buddha story is. Okay. So I think all of it is. Yeah. Um, and that gets ruined and polluted by fundamentalism. Mm-hmm. And uh, <coughs> I think <coughs> at the end of the day, these things catch on and survive because there's something to them. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be memorized and met every Sunday. It needs to be interacted with yes. and ingested yeah. and actually processed. And then this is a great uh, – this is the book I'm reading, obviously. People can always it's – called, it's called Falling Upward. It's by Richard Rohr. He talks about that when – he's a he's an uh, Anglican priest, okay. I believe. Uh, and he writes about 
when you get to a certain level in your life, a certain sort of evolution, I would say, in your consciousness, those are my words, mm-hmm. he says that you realize that the church, the sacrament, all the, all the tradition of it, you come to the realization that all of that was, these are his words, a dress rehearsal for the real thing, which is a constant and living communion with this thing we call God. Mm-hmm. Not bearded man in the sky yeah. for everybody, but I think it's all God. I yeah. think we're inside of God. I think you're God. I think I'm God. This is yeah. all God. And we're participating in it. And we can add love hmm. or take love away, and we should be adding love. The yeah. End. That's great. Yeah, you can have it if you want. I like it. <laughs> I see you on uh, an entertainment show, and, the, and you just give that. <laughs> we exact can all be God. Thing. You can be God. I can be God. It just might turn some turn some heads if that's the only part you take. Yeah, uh-huh. Pete Holmes thinks everyone is God. Uh, I just mean there's a, d- a, a divineness. No, we need to completely. see the God in each other for sure. And that's and that's what help. Uh, that's not what helps us, but that's but that's what's behind loving your neighbor. And you're you're very yeah. philanthropic and. I'm pr- proud of myself for knowing that word. and <laughs> So you, you have a good heart. I have no desire in seeing you pledge allegiance to any faith. That's not what we're here for. Yeah. I, I like the work you're doing. I like the res- uh, the respect you have and, and uh, for you as a person in the world. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. You know, this actually brings uh, – it, it is a story of uh, my mom. It's my mom related. But I uh, I. F- I wanted to think when I was – when she was – it was sort of her final months and everything and she was going through everything – you know, you hear stories. I'd had friends who had relatives pass, and I, you know, my my dad's parents have both passed, and everything. So I thought everybody speaks of you hear the person like reference, like oh god, like oh here here it is, like they say something positive, sort of as they're in their final moments, mm-hmm. and then people talk about like this energy that's in the room, and you just feel it, and you feel, feel like, it the leave. spirit leave. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was uh, I was like sitting next to my mom when she died, and I didn't feel anything, and yeah. it was really upsetting to me mm. because I thought like. I had obviously been sort of a, a doubter for qu- not a, a doubter is such a weird word. No, I know what you mean. But you know, I just a unconfirmed. Yes, I had been unconfirmed <laughs> for quite some time, and yeah. I thought like this will do it because I think in my heart of hearts I want to have something sure like that. A sign. Yeah, just anything that'll make me be like, okay, you you're not going to be a fool for like saying that you yeah. that you believe in something right. for whatever it is. Um, and I didn't feel anything. And that was a huge letdown for me. Mm. And it was something that I, st- like, I think about it daily. It's something, really? yeah, it, it just, it so got to me. It's you know? getting to me, just the retelling of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm close with my mother. Yeah. And just the thought of her passing and, and the thought of that just being, you know, what it is. Just, yeah. it is what it is. Your mother stopped living. Yeah. And yeah. you do, and the world, the room didn't fill with light. Every, yeah. Papers didn't flutter, mm-hmm. and you didn't feel like. <gasps> did mm-hmm. you feel that? Mm-hmm. Like in the gray? Did you see the gray? I did not. There's a there's a real. Did you feel that moment? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you you hope for that. You hope yes. that that's like a little bit of a indication. Yeah. It, it's then stands to reason you don't. This is such a stupid question, but I'm always interested in it. You've never like necessarily felt your mother. No, that I thought too. I thought like well. Whatever, that's, you know, just let it go and then maybe there will be something yeah. in the future that you'll do. Not one time. Mm. I will say this. It's like, yeah. uh, What am I going to – I can't solve this problem for yeah. you. I will say in my times of quieting myself and uh, and meditation and all that sort yeah. of stuff, I think – oh, God. I don't know what to say. Just because you didn't – this is all I want to say. Just because you didn't feel it doesn't necessarily mean – it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of leaning with you right now. I'm kind yeah. of joining you in like a there is nothing place. Yeah. I'm just like it happened and and that's a sad reality. But it, 
there are things happening that we're not feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know what that means. Does that mean anything? No, it does. But I've also <laughs> wondered if maybe I'm too... It's sort of ridiculous of me to be like, come on, like, wear something. Right. Or, like, I'll get... I'll feel myself getting, like, upset with my mom. Because I'll, I'll right. think, like... Like, why aren't you... This is your responsibility. Right. Like, if there's if there's some piece of you anywhere, like, fucking... Right. Grow out the ground in front of my house and be a sunflower. I've like, said that I'll sort of anything. stuff to to God. Yeah. I've said that too. Like, what's the deal here? Yeah, just can something. you just throw me a bone? Yeah. Jesus said, "Here it comes." <laughs> he said something like, a, "A desperate and faithless." I'm paraphrasing. Generation asks for a sign. He was not a big sign person, mm-hmm. um, but it's such a. Re- I think the reason he addressed it is because it's such a relatable thing. Yeah. And then I think he uses the word faithless. I'm not a biblical scholar, but I'm just saying it's an interesting thing that, like, signs and faith seem to be linked. And maybe there is a way. I'm out of my depth. Maybe there is a way in the future that there's a change that occurs in you Mm -hmm. that would maybe open you up to something Mm -hmm. like that. Even Mm -hmm. if it is not spiritual, even if it is intellectual. Yeah. And, you know. That's very, I feel like that's very uh, possible. I hope it's possible. I would say... I the, one of the reasons I haven't experienced a loss like you, mm-hmm. um, I feel like the more work I do on myself, therapeutically, spiritually, socially, even intellectually, mm-hmm. the more I experience. Mm-hmm. And if there are things like that, the more I feel just in regular things. Don't get me wrong; I'm phoning it in. I'm not following the plots of True Detective, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but like when I am at my best, when I'm Pete at his best, yeah. I can connect to something that feels, for lack of a better word, spiritual, and then I can experience things as they really are, which I think is more hmm. beautiful and more profound. Like, here's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you had meditated for four hours yeah. and then sat with your mother when she passed, I'm not saying anything necessarily would have been different. Mm-hmm. You might have experienced it differently. Yes. Not that you should have. Yes. You know what I'm saying. I completely see what you're saying. You might have been like, did you see it? Mm-hmm. Because I've meditated and been like, do you see my curtains? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean it wasn't lovely. Yeah. And I hope I, it's, it's so sad. It's making me sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to cleanse the pal? Uh, yeah. Pal it. And to do the hardest laugh question? Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel good about the mom talk? Do I you, do, I do. Do you feel like we put a pin in it? No, I, to be honest, I feel like that you said uh, you said something that I feel like really, uh, I don't want to make it... W- nah. ah. <laughs> not even say that, I swear No, that happens God. sometimes. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I, had, I feel like I've been sort of in a... In a, in a recently in a little bit of a negative thing that feels uncharacteristic to me mm. and I feel like I was in, in this place because of my mom but I feel like uh, it's and, and and sort of blaming her not blame, blaming the situation for mm-hmm. me staying in this when really it's like my it's my thing to I'm, my cross bear I gotta you know that's what I'm. That's what I was hypothesizing if, that's interesting yes. if that's how you feel yeah. yes now the, but I hadn't thought about it I was just I was yeah. too in myself to to get out for a second and be like, Completely oh, Completely okay. understandably, yeah. too, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, basically, I'm going to go home and meditate. Yeah. <laughs> look at my curtains. Yeah, there so you excited. go. <laughs> yeah, it'll look at your curtains a long time. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be, <laughs> I totally change your life. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because it, it empowers us. Yes. This is something that I've You been, take it by the reins. Right. Mm-hmm. We have the, super, um, 
I'm not a, a master of the of the colors of the consciousness spectrum. That this is something I learned from my friend Rob Rob Bell. He talked about the purple consciousness is people who like buy lottery tickets. We believe in a lot of different consciousness, but you're waiting for something to happen. Mm -hmm. You're waiting. You blame the gods. You blame uh, external forces for your circumstances. Yes, that's called purple. And red is when you start uh, taking charge. Huh. The example I always give because I've talked about this several times is Breaking Bad. Did you watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, I did. Breaking Bad is uh, purple. He gets cancer, huh. and he's like, uh, "Woe is me!" And what am I going to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red is he's like I'm when he cook starts. Meth. Okay. All of hip hop is purple to red as well. Mm. I, I was dealing drugs, and now I have a Lamborghini, you know, or a Lambo. <laughs> um, so that, that's what that's what turns people on about things like this. Is like, what if there is work we can do, and that is a what if. But huh. what if there is work? That might be what's appealing to it. It's yeah. Like maybe there's experiences yet to yes. have had from the past that are still waiting mm -hmm. for you. It's like uh, yeah, my mom actually had a good saying uh, where she would say, "It's like you can't." There, oh God, I can't remember how she said it, but there might be a door open, but it's not going to, not necessarily the front door. Mm. It might be like a dog door in the back room yeah. and you're going to have to like look around a little bit. She you was know? right on. So. I, it, it's an unexpected place. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From what I can tell in life, it, it usually is. Mm -hmm. So that's great. Mm -hmm. Now we put a pen on it. <laughs> now you can tell me. Do you know the hardest time you've laughed? Ah. Uh, you don't have to have like an answer. We can just... The thing that I like to tell people that yeah. jog their memory, it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. Just And it doesn't even have to be the best one. Yeah. But can you remember a time that, you, that you've laughed really, really hard as I'm a thinking, kid or recently? Or I'm going to put this to you yeah. just so you have a little escape out of this. Or mm. we could look at our Google history. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I'm we know literally trying to think. who is in the Super Bowl is in mine. <laughs> Let's look at our Google history. Okay. okay. And then if it jogs, if it jogs, you're mem. Okay. Uh-huh. Weird texts. <laughs> Don't like those texts. Voicemails, too. Nobody <laughs> likes that. Okay. Do you know how to do it? I do. You're the first guest to know how to look at their own history. Can you show me how to do it? <laughs> well... I, think I thought you, you just clicked on that and it showed up. Yeah, it used to be. Now I think you have to click and on... make it harder in case there's, like, people around you? I guess. I think you click on... Shit. This is compelling podcasting. <laughs> I, I'm actually not worried about it. This is a free show, so you can just deal with this. I, <laughs> we have to deal with it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I know what you do. Do you? If you go to, like... How do you Google something? This is the Google search, right? That does it. Oh, wait. Maybe if you click on search. Oh, shit. We, okay. I think we have to, like, if you hit a letter, okay. it'll show you the oh. ones that started with that letter. We can just do that. I searched Ash Ashley Judd because I was going to tag a photo of me and Judd Apatow as Ashley Judd, and I wanted to make sure that wasn't insulting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a little showbiz story. Best Buy? I just Googled Best Buy. Yeah, when I do S, it's Southwest, Staples, Starbucks, Sears, and Sprint, which I have not – I don't think I Oh, have. it's just suggesting shit. Hmm. I also have Blending Raw Foods, The Ten Golden Rules. That's me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Benefits of Scalp Massage is also in here. <laughs> Wait, are you done? <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. I have a Wonka phone case. Does cool. sauerkraut go bad? These are I, – I read that before. <laughs> 
Show me your show me the teas. Okay. Am I getting this right? Oh no. I'm trying a tea. Oh no no no. Uh go go into where it says Google. Okay. Hit that. Clear that. Now hit T. And then scroll down. The Grove. There you go. Oh. From the date. The, <laughs> the the target oh, the, the Grove Target and Translate? Does that make sense? Wait, the Wall Street Journal, the weather. Oh, wow. You're, maybe you haven't Googled as much as me because when I hit like H, I get, oh, this is a good one. That's weird. Hero Tab Enrique. I wanted to learn how to play Hero on the guitar, but it was for work. <laughs> Hunger Strike Chords. Yeah, I was playing a lot of guitar this week. It's working for me, but not you, and that's no fun. It's all right. Ah. <laughs> ah. Uh, hardest time I've laughed in recent months would probably be well, I guess I haven't been laughing oh no god isn't that bad that's fine I can't, what about I when you were little um it can be a fart <laughs> it probably was a fart is the thing uh, oh you know what my my brother would walk around my brother would this, I was like I don't know this is this sounds promising sound. our household it was crazy. Yeah. Um, my brother would just like take his, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can see. Would take his pants off uh-huh. and just like walk around the house <laughs> naked and make different balloon animals of sorts of this situation. Yep, yep, yep that's um, a good one. And I would just laugh hysterically. <laughs> that is some funny stuff. Like, my brother never did that. We'd probably be even closer if he did that. Yeah, that was great. Like, I don't know if I should have been like squeamish or something about it, but I was just like, do more. Yeah, sure. Squirrel or something. Yeah, yeah. it's a foreign object. Yeah, yeah. And it's balloon animals. Mm-hmm. What's not to like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's one of the most memorable hardest times you laugh answers of of the entire series. Yes. I call this a series. I'm glad we did great. That was such a good and wonderful episode. Do you feel hey. good? Yes. I feel great. This was so much fun, and I was so excited to come. And I'm so thank excited. You, so much. you were excited. <laughs> this is this was so fantastic. We're going to put this out real quick. Great. Yeah. <laughs> like ahead of other ones. I love it. I was, seriously. That's like, what I'm saying. I texted everybody today telling them this. Um, so, um, oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you. It's so nice meeting you, too. Would you say, do you know what to say? Mm, no. At you made end? it weird? Nope. What do I say? You've never made it to the end. Keep it crispy? Oh, keep it crispy, of course. <laughs> I've made it to the end. <laughs> it's a long show. It's, this is a lot of pressure, <laughs> no, so no, no, I no. got nervous. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. That's all right. Give us a real, give us your voiceover, keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. That was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 